Hello, I am Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. This is fucking talking shit with Eagle. How are you doing tonight? Well, it's another one of those nights. Tried to, uh, well, I had a guest lined up and I don't know what happened there. I guess they kind of thought the show was going to go on or is a morning show. I don't know how that happened, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they didn't show, so I scheduled a backup guest who is having computer problems, <laughs> so it just may be one of those nights where huh, just checking in because I just wouldn't not show up, and I thought I'd pop in and smoke up. Say hi, whatever happens. I know my guests for the next few days are definitely coming after this debacle yesterday and today. I'm definitely confirming with everybody, making sure they're showing up and everybody else for the next few days is definitely committed. So it is what it is. Discouraged but not defeated. Hello, Hydrocraft Seven, Green Nugs Four Twenty. How you guys doing tonight? Hope you guys are doing well. I am chopping up some Primal Punch. Gonna throw some hands in that bad boy and see how you guys' day has went. And if no signs of a guest by then, well, I guess I'll probably pack it up and. Uh, do some work. What's up, Smiley? How you doing, brother? Got two duds. Father Mike had computer trouble. I don't know if he's showing. It is what it is. It is what it is. Listen to a little bit of Rebustribution. So hi, Aldridge25, Tara Wilson. Hello, how are you guys doing tonight? Doubling scare, scheduling error today. Feeling kind of bummed about that. I couldn't just not show up. So what are you guys smoking on tonight? What do you have lined up? Not feeling it. Sucks when uh, things don't go right. <laughs> Doing good. Just waiting on free seeds to drop at 12. Huh? That's pretty awesome. Who doesn't like free seeds? Not even going to roll up those regular long fatty today. Just going in for this little guy. Sunshine Kush by Midnight Roots. I threw them uh, in bow today. Doing good. Just smoking out some primal punts. That's always good. It's actually what I'm smoking on. Damn it. I forgot to put the hash in here. 
It's kind of how the way today's went, though. It's kind of the way today has went. It's powerful, too. How you doing, Scarecrow? How you doing tonight? What you smoking on? Had a double whammy tonight. No guess, it looks like. Still a little bit early. You never know. Maybe Father will uh, show up. But it doesn't look that way. <laughs> All right. I just chucked my music. There we go. It does get a little silly sometimes. Well, shit happens. I can only control what I can control in this crazy world. It was a bummer, though. It was a nice roll there, day after day, and then two strikeouts in a row. What a bum bum. Cheers, Southwest Oki. Just sitting here hanging out with you guys tonight. Smoking one, and then I guess I'm going to go trim, and then maybe I'll pop in later. Seeing if you guys want to smoke again later, I guess. Because I... Yeah, you want to do that? I'll shoot you the number, Scarecrow. That works. Thank you, brother. Hopefully that 24-hour sesh will uh, pass or uh, process sometime soon. It says it's still processing. I sent you the number, Scarecrow, if you want to jump in and uh, do your episode tonight. That'd be cool. If not, then uh, your reservation for Friday still stands. Uh, looks like he's jumping in. I like this tune here. Pack this bowl for two. That was an awesome sesh. I couldn't believe how many of you guys uh, hung in there. And not just that, the numbers actually showed you guys hung in there, which was uh, pretty, pretty awesome. I mean, for real, I looked at the analytics and you could see it like climb, 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 climb for that first hour and then she... You guys just leveled off and it never dropped off. That was pretty damn awesome. Pretty damn awesome. I guess I should get my ear set ready. Thank you guys for hanging in there and just 
sticking with me as we have uh, the technical error again tonight. But uh, we'll get her worked out. Charles Von Pool 20. How you doing tonight, brother? Smoking Joe Frazier. How you doing? <coughs> Excuse me. I shouldn't be coughing into the mic like that. And again, sad to say, but we go. Nice to see you join in, Charlie. Farmer Willie. Yeah, I can't believe that uh, 420 episode still caught up and uh, it won't even let me watch it. I, I hope to get it post because I wasn't smart enough to record that shit. Turn this one, we'll probably get copyright. I've got I already got like three strikes on copyrights already. <laughs> Who else we got? Tara Wilson, it's always so cool. Part of everything. Johnny Cannon Seeds, welcome. How you doing tonight? Welcome. Uh, fucking talking shit with Eagle was question mark. We are going on our third guest for tonight. Scarecrow 420, I believe, is going to jump in and help uh, fill out the show tonight. It's what I love about this show and you guys, man. You guys are very quick to uh, help the show go on, and I appreciate that so, so much. I have much love for this uh, thing that we got going here. I look forward to coming and hanging out with you guys every night. 100%. And I am so behind on my garden work from hanging out. I got some cleaning to do, I got plants to trim, but it is all worth it to be here. Boom! How you doing? D-Ers, how you doing tonight? Welcome one, welcome all. Just kind of playing around until uh, Scarecrow420, you can log in. Sus with me tonight? Listen to a little Cottonmouth King and smoking down until reading chat, talking to you. Any tips ads? I don't know what you mean here. It's a good sign right here. Better video. I guess I should really check my Instagram and sure. Talk to me, chat. What you want to know? What you smoking at? How was your day? Hi, Boom Bombs. Uh, help me kill a little bit of time so Scarecrow pops in. I'm baked. I want to get there. I'm working on it. Just waking up, to be honest with you. 
18 people just hanging in there just waiting to see if something's going to happen. You guys are pretty awesome. Smiley's got the idea, man. It's cool of you and Boonga, Sergeant Pepper, to join in and uh, Sess last night. That, uh, Sess went over pretty good. Good numbers. Great info. Scissor hash. That shit's always good. Oh, there's Scarecrow. He is joining. How you doing tonight, Scarecrow? Can you, is your audio working now? Not quite yet. It's connecting. This Zoom's a little silly. Cheers, Naughty Nikki. How you doing tonight? Hope you are doing well, Weed Nerds for Life. Nothing yet. I can't hear you. So, uh, everything's all good. Just a little bit of technical difficulties. It happens, but I'm grateful that uh, he's able to make it. Because uh, this is the third try tonight. He's going to pop right back in, I'm sure. Living the dream, baby. Yes. Watching all the shows. Good job, 420, bro. I didn't comment much because I didn't see the screen name. Go on. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate that. Trying to get things together tonight. A couple stumbles and falls, but we'll get there. We'll get there. My music off too. I'm sure he'll be right back. Sometimes Zoom can be a little bit funny with all these eight <clears throat> updates. He had uh, trouble connecting to his audio. I think he's going to log back off and get some headphones and log back on. I believe is the plan. Yeah, is that what they ended up being? Boom, 30 milligrams. You were doing pretty good last night. And I need to make me some edibles. I love love some edibles. Oh, up to 22 watching me stumble, stumble my way through EP number 27. 
very, very unprepared tonight. Guess I should have just brought in a plant. Got ready. Here we go again. You're another wolf. Fingers crossed, everyone. Maybe 27 just isn't meant to be. says he wants to connect i can see his little i think i hear you yeah there okay. you go no i got it doubted sorry it was being a bitch on me hey, i haven't ever zoom. gone live on zoom so sorry it took me a second oh no zoom can be uh zoom can be like that it's throwing me more than one curveball so Welcome, Scarecrow420. How you doing tonight? Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? And I can't tell you how much I appreciate I you for I'm on YouTube and on Instagram. So cheers, everybody. But so go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm gonna show you something. All right. I get to show you my garden. I haven't been showing much of this yet, so hold on. This is my veg. Nice. I grow in soil. I got a lot there. <laughs> Looking good. What kind of light are you using there? Right now, unfortunately, I'm using this. This is the LED fixture I kind of retrofit, built myself. And then this light right here is all blue LED chips. And I got it Mars Hydro right down there. I've been on a budget in my veg, but I wasn't really worried about my veg as much as I was worried about this. This is my nice. flower tent. Looking good. All lit up by Chill Tech up top and LP Pro Horticulture down here for my side lighting, which I'm going to be adding side lighting to this side down here. Some bushy this grills right, right there. Is like about six foot wide by about twelve feet long. So this plant right here is as tall as me. I'm six two. Nice. Looks so, good. It, we, about what week four there in flower maybe five 
Yeah, that one. Like... She's gonna be a beast yet. All these are gonna be beasts. Oh yeah, they're nice looking buds there for sure. What strains are we looking at there, Scarecrow? Well, there's some from, there's a San Fernando Valley genetics one that one. There's Bruce Banner number three. There's, there's a lot in here right now, actually. This right here What's is it? Bruce Banner three. There's blueberry headband. Ooh. This is a San Fernando Valley genetics one, the big old girl, the t super tall one right here. There's a couple angels cookie right here. These way, these three right here are angels. I mean, these are BX1 from SoFlo down in Florida. This is, I believe, hold on, I can tell you in a second. I got the label. Critical Kush right here. And this one right here is an angel's cookie. Right here by Dr. Wigglers. Yeah, there's quite a few of them in here. I got to say that. <laughs> But are those these, uh, 10 gallons that we were looking at? I got some 10 gallons and some five gallons. But these girls right here, there's a lot of clones that are copycat genetics 508, like 508 on Instagram. I got a lot of their runts, phenotypes, one through six. I got a bunch of the I got every one phenotype separated, one through six in here. And I also have my chronic Skywalker right here. I have a blueberry headband right here. This one right there, that girl is blueberry headband. I got Uptown Grow Labs, Granddaddy Per Cross with Jackpot Express. So, yeah, it's going pretty dang good. I'm liking my garden. I liked it at Myers TS 1000. They sent me one too. It, it's pretty good light. I'm pretty impressed for uh, you know how little it well, works. It this works is, well, this is I think the TS 600, the driverless cob one, oh, which nice. is doing okay for me for my veg on top of what I built right here. That light and my blue light that I ordered off like eBay like five years ago. I spent like 20 bucks on this all blue LED light. So it's adding a little extra blue to my veg area. So I'm doing what I can. I, I haven't been able to work for anybody for like two years because my back is like totally screwed up. So I'm doing what I can. You ever thought about dropping that TA down a little bit for you? 
uh, you know, closer down to them veg plants? It's a T8, but it's all LED. Oh, okay. So I'm still working on getting it all set up perfectly. Like I just built this grill room. I upgraded that, from uh, a five by five tent and a two by four veg closet to this. Oh, nice. Was the one fixture that we were looking at in the flower room a custom build light next to the uh, chilled light? Did you build I that built one? Both, I built both chilled lights. They're both chilled tech lights. Okay. Here, I'll show you. They are both connected to chill driving lights. I'll show you right now. Sorry, I'm trying to get used to Zoom. No worries. They both have a chill driver. There's one and there's two. This one right here controls this light. This one right here controls this chilled light. And I built both lights. Yes, I can focus this any way I want to change Got total movement of my lights. So I can adjust where I want it to aim to. Sometimes it's a little pain, but I get it done. So nice. So this uh, is my let's... my light build I built myself, my first light build. Great job. I have one person. Like this is my that was my first chilled light that I built, and that's my other light I built myself. This Growcraft X6 600 watt light, and I work alongside Chilled Tech, but I don't work for them. So I got a coupon code if anybody wants a chilled light and save themselves 5%. Coupon code SCAREGROW420. As simple as that. Nice. It'll help everybody out save a little bit of money here and there wherever we can. So. So tell me a little bit about your your story. You know, what led you to cannabis and uh, when did you start using it? I've been smoking since I was 15 and I'm 42, but it's my medicine now simply because I have two artificial discs in my back that have been failing. It's my medicine. They had me on 180 per times a month for three and a half years. I quit cold turkey, which should have killed me. No, I do is smoke my cannabis. Sorry, I'm walking back into the other room here. Maybe in the girl room. No worries. But that's where I'm at. I'm 41 years old and I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I haven't worked for anybody for two and a half years. So, doing something right. I have. An awesome wife that I love more than anything. 
They sure does help, for sure. Yeah, it does it help. Out a lot. Like, she's had my back in everything I've wanted to be able to do, I've been doing. So how was the uh, transition from getting off the, the pain medications to uh, to just using the cannabis? How was that uh, road? For me, it was easy. Because yes, I just, I was just going after custody of my son. I did it without a lawyer in the state of Florida, which is the biggest mother state at the time in the country. I did it without a lawyer. I made her lawyer withdraw from the court case. Because he impressive. tried to make me look like an idiot and I called him out on his BS. So he immediately handed his petition to withdraw from the case. Which the judge granted. Because the judge knew I was like an idiot. I'm glad you got uh, custody of your uh, your child there. It's not easy to do, especially no, uh, when the mother in the mother state, like you said. I did it. I got a degree for computers at the same time when I was out of work because of my back. On 180 Percocet tens a month for three and a half years. I got a college degree for computers. I got a 3.85 GPA on my college GPA. It's a paper, it's a like paperweight. That's all my degree is. It's like a giant paperweight <laughs> nowadays, but it's all good. I still did what everybody thought I wasn't gonna be able to do, so. So what led up to the back injury? How did you end up hurting your back? Carrying two cases of vodka at a restaurant I worked at down in Florida. The dishwasher sprayed the dishes cleaning his area and got water all over the floor, which I was carrying two cases of vodka. And I didn't know the floor was wet and I didn't want to drop the vodka, so I saved the vodka, not saved myself. Because it was a lot of money. So I was like, I saved the vodka. I didn't want to drop two cases. One was a Grey Goose, like the big bottles of Grey Goose. And one was the big bottles of Absolute. I couldn't afford Still. to replace the alcohol. So I caught it, like I held on to it, made sure I didn't drop that shit, make sure I didn't fall. I threw out two discs in my back and screwed my neck up when I like, like jerked up when like I slipped and everything. I jerked up on my neck and gave myself transverse myelitis in my neck, which I have lesions at the base of my skull. I had a chiropractor told me six years ago that I wouldn't be able to turn my head within five years. I wouldn't be able to turn my head all the way to the left or to the right. 
I'm beating everybody's odds, what they said. I'm not giving up. I'm not stopping moving. Sorry, I can't see, see chat, brother. That's okay. That's okay. It's not going too fast today anyway. Um, so, I'm sorry to like not be like a great chat person. Like oh, no, no worries, dude. No, no worries, man. Right now, because I'm looking at you talking to you. I got oh, a nice I appreciate little you. on because I said, fuck it. My wife don't have to work tomorrow, so I'm like, you're sitting, I see you're sitting there by yourself in the chat. People didn't come on. So I was like, yeah, I'll come on. I'll see if he wants some company tonight. If it'll be better tonight instead of sitting by yourself. I know you didn't get, get to advertise I'm coming on with you, but everybody, much love. Michigan, represent. Keep rocking. I appreciate you sliding in to help buy me some time tonight, Scarecrow 420. By the way, Eagle, there's one thing I do really want to try from you. What's that? You got to get close to somebody I've watched for a very long time before he passed. Hmm. And you got him with his genetics and everything, too. Got close with his genetics. Would you give me the honor of trying some of your fucking genetics, brother? Sorry, I have no filter when I've been drinking a little bit. Uh, that's No, I, I would, I'd pass you some clones. Yeah. I would love to grow some of your genetics, brother, down here. I want to see yeah. what someone's fucking demands genetics. You got some cool genetics, and don't tell me you don't. I know you got some of his genetics going. I would love to uh, see what some of that man's genetics could do in my dream grow room that I finally got able to build. I've worked I can make for that five and a half years worked my ass off doing whatever I could do to be able to get that garden the way it is. And it's finally there. I finally have a garden I, like that. I'll get you some gear, brother. I'll get you some gear. I'll take care of you. I knew, like, you'd be the person when I first started talking to you a long time ago that you'd be able to help me beyond anybody else. But I had to get my environment and my grow area to the point where I can do that strain some justice. You know exactly what I mean by that. I can't do it in a tent. Give me a grow room, I can get that fucking shit going perfect. Like, I got that thing dialed in pretty damn nicely. It's looking pretty good, brother. I got more upgrades coming in the future. What do you got coming in the future? Can you tell us? The other side is going to get side lit. And I'm going to add more veg lighting, better veg lighting. I'm changing out that lighting completely. So... 
I got my flower dialed in pretty perfect, except I want to add one, the other side to have some side lighting. I'm definitely loving having that side lighting. LP holder culture. The, the, e, the underscore ECT underscore on Instagram. He has some badass side lighting bars. I have two of them running right now. I got more. I'm going to order more soon. Are they pretty economical? Actually, yeah. He's actually... I order my... I I could order my bars through my each light bar. Very economical. And the way I can do it is I can just put a screw on the wall and have it slide right in, have those slide on the um, aluminum extrusion, have it right on the screw on each end. So I can do a cheap economic and it's a badass side lighting. It works. Nice. So, what you smoking on over there? I'm smoking on some Skywalker right now. What's the tear profile on that? What's you tasting it, like? It's nice and smooth. It's flushed out nicely. It gives me energy and keeps me like clear headed, like focused. I can fucking. I don't have to freak out in my head. What the fuck am I going to need to say? I'm nice, calm. I know what's going on. It keeps my mind from going a million miles a minute so I can't keep up with it. Is that I have ADHD more? like a motherfucker. So what strains have you found that uh, has helped you with uh, your um, medical problems? That, you know, Which are your gems that you, know, you just aren't going to get rid of? One of my favorites is like the Skywalker and my Chewy. My Chewy has some Skywalker in it, though. So the Skywalker and like a headband are my favorites, like for my back issues and to keep me calm at the same time. It keeps me moving. I don't take any pain pills. I don't touch any medicine whatsoever. All I do is smoke my weed. I got tons of respect for that. I mean, really. I have uh, seen a lot of unfortunate pharmaceutical addictions uh, take off from simple uh, injuries. And I'm glad to see that uh, you were able to uh, beat that trap because that's exactly what it is. Then uh, that pain medication, a lot of people don't realize, uh, you know, actually causes you pain if you're not on that actual schedule. and. I can it should have killed me. Every single medical professional, doctor, nurse, anything medical. How the hell are you still alive? You should be dead. You're lucky you're not dead. I did it for my son. I knew I was going to be going to court to get custody of my son. I was like, fuck this. Done. Were you, were you at least down. able to use cannabis while you were uh, 
able not to legally, lick the pills? And I'm not afraid to admit it. Not legally, but I smoked. But did you? Yeah, yeah I did. did. You? I'll damn well oh. admit I smoked, and it kept me from going crazy. Now I got, I moved, like, I'm back in Michigan after I lived in Boston for three years, and I met my wife. That was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. She's awesome. So, help me out. So, uh, put my ass in line what I need to do to keep everything going good. So, at one point, did, did you decide you were going to start making some YouTube videos and uh, start helping others to help themselves? When I started growing, like, I did like one or two and then like I started going a little more after a while I was like you know what screw it I'm gonna make some videos I always had in my older videos on YouTube on my channel you'll see little like Chinese blurple cobs that had side lighting I implemented those as side lighting but I'm like, I like building lights, but my cheap Chinese cobs actually were insane because they had the 12 volt power supply was technically a computer power supply Com with a golf cart 12 volt to 36 volt converter, or you know, so I implemented that inverter and then wired it into my cheap Chinese cobs back in the day and did the trick. I had side lighting on a budget. It cost me $12 to have all the side lighting I needed for the driver wise, 12 bucks for the inverter from 12 volt to 36 volt. I had a 400 watt uh, computer power supplies, so I used quite a few of the cheap Chinese cogs because I could power quite a few of them. I didn't want to overpower them. So tell us about uh, what we'll find it when, you know, or not necessarily me, but people in chat when they go over to your channel. What kind of videos are they going to find over there? Well, I have a cool trick on my channel. If you make your grow videos and you have like a lot of red and blue into it, so you or Chinese blurple, look to your videos to filter it out on your like YouTube, uh, like making your video for YouTube or Instagram. All you'd have to do is take and cut two pieces, like one by one squares, out of a Mountain Dew bottle. Paste like tape those together put them between your phone in the phone case it filters it makes a filter and it filters all the blurple and the red and blue out to make it look like a normal video so it takes and costs you a returnable empty bottle or part of it you still most of the time you can take and cut it out of a two liter still return the bottle if you have refund bottle refund out of it in like michigan we have that here 
a lot of states have bottle refills. So you can take yeah. a cut two one by one squares or cut a one by two square out and cut it in half, put it between the phone and the case. You got yourself a video filter so you don't have all the reds and the blues in it and it looks like a normal video. You don't have the purple effect going. Right now. That's so one kind of thing that figured out. I do a lot of grow video like updates here and there lately. But I still wanna like I wanna get my garden up to my dream garden dialed in perfectly, like finished, and then I can do all my updates more so. But my budget I have is zero. So I gotta work my butt off to get, you know, a budget going. So you know how that goes. It's not easy. I very much do. It's not easy doing, especially when you can't work for anybody. I'm trying to get going building LED grow lights for a living. It's not as easy as it sounds, everybody. You still got to get customers and all that, but. So do you have any uh, custom builds lights you already have uh, for sale? I can't afford to order the lights to build them for customers as of right now, because I'm still at the early stages, but I can get anybody, I can build custom lights for anybody if they talk to me and hit me up through IG or you like IG is probably the easiest way to hit me up. Cause I get my messages instantly through Instagram. Like you and I talk through Instagram personally, like we'll send messages right to each other like that. Um, so if anybody wants to hit me up on IG, Scarecrow 420 on IG, I can help you save. I can get you a light sent to you from Chiltech, save you 5% right there. And if you people need help building the lights, assembling them, the DIY versions to save money a little bit, honestly, hit me up. It's easy. I can walk anybody through how to build one of the Chiltech lights. It's simple. Like the the new Girlcraft light is the easiest light I've ever built. It was a badass light, and I built it like that. Simple. It took me less than an hour total to build that chilled Girlcraft light, and that's hooking it up to chilled driving. Well, how long does it take to uh, build a light? Let's say you get a kit. How long does it take to uh, put something like that together? That chilled girl craft, it took me an hour to do. My first light, which was the front light in my garden, my flower that you saw, it has a chilled Gen 2 500 watt kit and the four chilled Logic Fox and the four... Rapid LED flower initiator pucks by grow, with grow mouse. That light took me like two and a half, three hours to build. 
that girl, that chilled Girlcraft light took me literally an hour or less. Deirdre wants to know uh, a little bit more about the side lighting. Can you tell him a little bit about the benefits of adding the side lighting? Maybe. Uh... Okay, think about this way. All, think about everybody that lollipops or tops, like makes so the lollipop, so the top of the plant goes out like this. What about those bottom nugs that you're cutting off? What if you could get bigger, firmer bottom nugs? You don't have to cut those bitches off. So they get bigger, firmer, denser nugs towards the bottom that you're not wasting any of it. They're getting better light down low, give them the extra boost they need to do good. With my lights, I know I'm getting canopy penetration, but still there is quite a bit of a boost having the side light. It does help. You go, I know you know what I'm talking about. Imagine right. having side lighting so you don't have to lose all that extra bottom stuff that looks just like large. Like nothing that you can make anything of. That your side the side the little baby nugs, I'll tell you my secret. That's my little extra smoke for myself. So is there a certain spectrum you're suggesting that you're going to run on the, the sides there? What are the spectrum of the you know, lights you plan on running? I'm pretty sure there? he's using like 3,500K in those. I'd have to double check. I'm a little buzzed right now. Sorry. But LP Pro Horticulture, the bars are doing awesome down low. I've noticed a major difference on the sides, like the fucking, the lower parts of my plants, on the side that has a side lighting. I looked, walked in there in my girl room today. My girl that's super big and tall, like my height, like completely my height when I'm standing up. I moved it over to the other side where they're side lighting because I noticed the Bruce Banner number three that was on that side, the lower parts are just insane compared to my San Fernando Valley, orange apricot, crossed with Mac, crossed with Trank Killer, and one other thing. Like, my Bruce Banner that's like waist high to me, maybe the lower ones are even crazier than the big one. So I was like, okay, my I want to try to see what I can get out of that big girl with the side, like on that side. I'm in my garden a couple hours a day, so. Well, that flower right. room looks nice. I'm trying my best. You're doing good. You're doing good, brother. Thank you very much. And thank you, everybody in chat. Cheers. 
I've never tried that. You said it was a Skywalker you were smoking on? Yeah. What you said you were smoking. Well, you to, to I'll make this one. deal with you. I'll What's send that? you some, like, we'll get together. I'll get you some of my, my uh, Chronic Skywalker and some of my Chewy. My Chewy, I actually, actually created that strength. I'm not telling anybody what's all in it. We'll talk separately where I'm not on anything. I don't want everybody to know exactly what's in it. But guarantee you would love the idea of the genetics, what it has in it. My Chewy. Hmm. Chronic OG, my buddy actually was the original breeder. I'm the one that named it. So if anybody's grown chronic Skywalker, that and a lot of people in Michigan, you know, like we will grow what we can grow of our friends. So some people have grown my genetics out there. Michiganja mooks are growing my chronic Skywalker right now. Nice. Panda Cat 420 on IG is growing my strain out in California right now. So... My Chronic Skywalker. Like Always all my feel good, all my Chronic Skywalker seeds came from my plants. So I do take credit for that a lot for that strain, even though I'm not the original breeder. Those seeds are from me. So technically I'm the reason why it's out there because my buddy that bred it. When ghost mode like Gromouts did. There's no I knew him, I worked with him at Comcast for five years. He's gone. There's no way of contacting him. I've tried. He's out in the boondocks in Tennessee. <laughs> Probably not a bad place to be. No. No. I'm on the I'm out in the boondocks in Michigan. I'm in North Oakland County. Like, I'm in the country still. You're even more in the country than me up there. I'm definitely in the country. I was actually driving down the road today, and I was like, I, I'm 100% positive I've seen bear tracks. <laughs> bear tracks. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's close. It wasn't like a quarter mile from the house, too. I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> My wife and I were like a mile from our house. We had to stop to like six deer across the road. <laughs> like, yeah, they're definitely running right now. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? And broad daylight. Usually it's nighttime. In broad yeah. daylight, afternoon, these things are running out like, oh shit. We had to like stop for like a minute or two just to make sure they weren't coming across because you know how they go crazy when there's like six or seven in a group. Yeah, I was wondering the very same thing today when I was driving. I was like, man, is uh, 
Did they even hunt this year, man? It seems like they're out full tilt already. A lot of them. Yeah, and this is crazy that they're out like they are now compared. Usually, they're not out like this at this time of the year. It's usually towards the end of summer and beginning of fall when they start coming down. You know, that's I'm right with that in Michigan. Right on. Huh? Like oh, that's sorry. why deer just... season, deer hunting season, already passed. Now yeah, that's what I'm saying. Food. I don't think they actually hunted this year. There's way too many for uh, this early of a spring. They're big too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's insane how many extra deer there are now. So, but shit happens. Life's a bitch, but we deal with it. Right on. Like Kid Rock said back in the day. <laughs> a fellow like Romeo. Kid Rock. Dude, I grew up in Romeo, Michigan. Did you ever run across Kid Rock? I met him once back in the day. You did? Before he was even famous. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. I remember shit. It's it is what it is. He's one of my ex co-workers' second cousins. So I grew up in Romeo, so it's all good. We all look out for each other in Romeo. At least my friends of twenty five to thirty years have said like we all look out for each other. So, I don't look at it. I'm 41. Still a young chicken yet. Still a young, young man yet. <laughs> yeah, but you got to add 10 years because of my artificial disc in my back. Major back surgery. Right on. You still look like you're doing very well. I mean, all I'm things considered, brother, you look like you're doing good. I'm doing the best I have in my life, and I feel great, which is unbelievable. It's like I'm defying the odds. Well, I'm going to tell you what, brother. Uh, Smiley's Garden is waiting to uh, jump in and uh, check in with me. Uh, so I'm going to uh, let you go. If you want to come back another time, I... Uh, be more than welcome to uh, have you back again. I appreciate you coming in and helping buy me some time more than you know, brother. No problem, so, dude. I figured it'd be cool to hang out with you and join you and say cheers, everybody, and get like get the word out there. If you guys want to chill light and want to save some money, use co coupon code SCAREGROW420. It will save you 5%. Like, it will definitely help so anything it, getting off cost alpha light it'll help you absolutely so, one more time tell everybody where they can find you both on instagram and your youtube look up scarecrow 420 on instagram and youtube i'll be there i'll be you'll be looking seeing all my lights and you'll be like okay this guy's good and I have pictures of light bills I've done for customers out there. And 
they're outperforming any LED HPS double-ended H or HID whatever. Harley grower can prove that my lights that I built him that are Celtex will perform anything. Guaranteed. Look at what he's done and the results will speak for themselves. Through that. Well, well, be sure to get back with me and it's shoot me your address so I can uh, get you hooked up on them genetics. All right, brother. Thank you. Rock down, brother. Have a great night, man. You too, bro. Peace out. Peace. Mr. Smiley's Gardens, how you doing tonight, brother? Good, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Right. Sounds nasty tonight, man. What'd you do? I just got a new speaker, some cool headphones, so I can be cool like all the other guys. It helps, man. It sounds real good on your end tonight. Nice. Yeah, these uh, uh, headphones, I got in trouble for being too loud, so when I had the speaker going, everybody upstairs was hearing. And you keep me up too late, so. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> it's down there. Good stuff, man. Big Ed, American one. Shingo Gas. Welcome, everybody. How you guys doing tonight? So how was your day, Smiley? What the heck did you do? Yeah, ran my butt off, man. I was busy. One thing to the next, like the others are, you know. As, uh, I do. I'm... Yeah, I'm just running out and uh, doing a little IPM. And it's that day for it, Wednesday. So. Nice. I did some of my trimming today, but not all. I still got shitloads to do. That whole LED area there, it's, it's a few more plants to be ready to take down, and then everything needs to be washed and uh, stocked, restocked. You know the system. Yep. I'm not telling you nothing. It's all ready to be ready to go. Yeah, that's kind of how it works, man. Like you get that week where the plants are hanging to get all your rotation done. And then, you know, then you're uh, waiting for uh, once you're done with that, doing all your harvesting and trimming and stuff. So, I find with my perpetual harvest, I get like two weeks. I don't even want to say they're free weeks. You know what I mean? Because you still got to water and everything. But then there's that, you know, crunch time where you got to trim, clean, yeah. restock. Yep. It's the hustle, man. It's the way it is. But then in between, you get a nice little week break, kind of, where there ain't a ton to do. And, you know, you get a little caught up on all the stuff. And it's not, not really a break, but it's not as heavy a work, you know. Right on. I miss them dang seeds, too. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't miss them. I had them. And then uh, you had to pay shipping in the um, PayPal when when I wasn't logged in. And I don't know, I didn't like my password, and by the time I got to it, they were gone, so. Oh, right. That's a bummer. Oh, well. They aren't really out nothing. <laughs> they're gauge green group seeds, so they're usually high-dollar seeds anyway, so. Yeah, I'm sure something better is right around the corner. It's usually how it works. Yeah. 
I can't complain. I did just order some other ones, so. <laughs> see? See? <laughs> it never ends, man. You always, it's like uh, the attention span of it, you know, like you see the next pack and you're like, ooh, ooh, I can wait. I can grab them. I better get them now and then I'll, I'll hold them for when I can pop them later and whatever. And then before you know it, you got a big pile of them. You're like, I have no idea how I'm going to pop all these seeds before I die. <laughs> I'm so guilty of that. So, so guilty of that. Yeah. And it even seems- as I'm going, even as I like think of what's in the case, you know, I've got a mindset. I like I'm going in for that. And I start flipping through and then I go, Ooh, I forgot I had that one. <laughs> so now it's a battle of, you know, I got two sitting there trying to decide which one you want to flip. Yeah, I did that a few times trying to dig through the uh, seed bin from the, the show or whatever, and I was like, ooh, I, I forgot I had that. I actually have a few that were um, right here in Michigan. I do like supporting Michigan breeders if I can, so that's kind of like my my little first category. I can't say they're all Michigan breeders, but um, but definitely that's where I trend to, and it's High Bridge Feed Company had... Um, so I'm a big fan of uh, Mean Gene from Mendocino and uh, Freeborn Selections. So I was looking for his Black Lime Reserve, and they had a few crosses they made with a pretty decent pheno they found of it. So, so who would you say uh, at this point is one of your favorite uh, Michigan breeders? Oh, man. Um, yeah. Right now, is, uh, I, I would say it's kind of between uh, like Scapegoat and uh, Gage Green Group, which is weird because I really am just starting to grow their stuff. So it's kind of, you know, that's just who I'm excited about right now, I guess. And, uh, and that's why I'm popping their stuff. So, so that Tuscadero came out fire. I'm kind of looking forward to a few more from them. I've seen some stuff on IG saying Scapegoat looks pretty badass. So. We have a Michigan breeder coming on tomorrow. Who's that? Uh, Husky Gardens will be here tomorrow. Okay. And uh, I'm also working on Trichome Heavy, getting him in as well. That'd be sweet. So just, just a couple weeks out on them. I got a couple of really good guests coming that are just a few weeks out. What can you do? You got to schedule what you can when you can, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, you've been doing, killing it, really. I can't believe how many guests you've been lining up. It's unreal. Man, Father Mike was going to jump in tonight, and uh, he said as soon as he downloaded Zoom, he had uh, his video up driver had to update. I said, no worries. That's just my luck today. We'll try again. <laughs> Get everything updated, but we'll, we'll give her another. Yeah, that's cool. He's going to hop on with you, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to Mr. Soul, too. That would be badass. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's going to be an awesome weekend. That's for sure. Black Sail should be here uh, Friday, right? Friday, Black Sail. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a cool guy, too. Oh, now i got to reschedule Friday. Oh. The scarecrow was Friday, so now I got maybe I can get uh in. I worked it out. Maybe I get father to come in Friday. 
uh, get him to get his stuff update and slide him in Friday. Yeah, I never really knew him much before, uh, like the Brown guy 420 stuff, and they were working together there. So I, I'm curious to hear a little more about him. Also, uh, trying to get uh, Mr. Chris Mertz in there. I did send you an email back with a couple of days, brother. All you got to do is confirm on one of those. We'll get you back in. We'll get you out. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I got actually uh, reach out to the one lady that uh, you guys asked me to reach out to. Uh, yeah, I gotta flip through my messages on the other page. Oh, that's another thing I guess I could talk about while we're on the air. Not really talking too serious. I had to, I took the backup account. So if you would like, anybody wants to get a hold of me, for some reason, I've had a problem with my uh, main account out of my Instagram. It's been shadow banned for a while, and I don't know what the heck's going on with it. Some people can find it. Some people can't for some damn reason. Some people think I'm blocking them, and I don't. I'm not blocking anybody. <laughs> I'm not blocking anybody. But to save some of the hassle, I took the backup count, which was Eagle Gardens underscore M-E, and just turn that kind of into the show account. <laughs> so if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can look up the show. Just look up fucking talking shit with Eagle, and that will bring up the other account if you need to get a hold of me. So if you try to hit me up on Eagle Gardens 1 and you either can't find the page or it's not getting through for one reason or another, just please just go over to the, the show page and uh, hit me up there because that one, as far as I know, everybody had, is easily finding that. So there doesn't seem to be any problem with that one. So uh, just letting you know there's a backup way to uh, get a hold of me if you're looking to uh, get on the show or contact me in one way or another. I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. That shadow band's a bitch, man. Have you ever uh, had any problems with that? Yeah, smiling. I did one one point, but it was uh, it was a web page that I had attached. So the Girl Pros web page, I tried to attach that when I was really kind of working with it more. But um, but yeah. Anyway, I took that down and it went away. So I never had a problem too. So what, how'd you figure out that was a problem? Because I do have some links on mine. I'm wondering if that ain't it. Because I know I have a link to the one uh, Herbs Now page for sure. I think there might even be a link to uh, one of the other live companies. So I can't help. Maybe that could be it. It was just a guess because like, I just added it. And then I noticed it like the next day. And I was like, oh, they must have. You know, because I think they want you to pay for the business account and all that shit when you're trying to attach a website or monetize it or whatever. But. I think that account now, I, I switched it over to a creator account not so uh, about a year ago. And that's right about when the troubles came. And I tried to switch it back to uh, a personal account. That didn't seem to help. And then I watched a thing on, uh, on a future cannabis channel about social media and they were saying to uh, go back over and create a switch it back to a creator account and uh, you know they had certain guidelines and they were telling you to use less hashtags and 
this, that. So I tried a lot of that stuff and it seemed to help, but uh, obviously not. That was the other thing when I'd cut and paste the same hashtags. They didn't like that. Like when you had the repetitive like hashtag section, like you cut and paste it from every picture. They want it to be like pertaining to that picture and they want it, you know. It could be, too, because I do use a lot of the same hashtags over and over and over. But I've actually learned, uh, since I've been doing the podcasting, or I guess that's what you call this, uh, I've been looking into, like, tips and stuff like that and uh, how to use hashtags a little bit more wisely and stuff. So I've been mixing them up and not using the same ones as much. I know in the hashtags, you look for ones that are going to have, like, a high number of followers so then they got a bigger chance of more people seeing it if that's what you're after but yeah you can really change the, the shit on there just by a few hashtags being added crazy yeah that was a good tip right there as i learned from one of the books was uh to try to you know search what the top 10 were for the you know the day and on that subject and, and try to attach your photos to that <laughs> to help get them up the rankings a little bit. That sure as shit was one of the tips they had suggested. Yeah. <clears throat> Loving her eyes, that's the one I reached out to. That's that the one uh, about. She hasn't seen it yet. That's the one Scotty's got a crush on, right? From DGC. He's always crushing on her. Is it? I think so. I don't know. It'd be an honor to get her on. I'm I'm reaching out to a lot of people to see, hey. you know. What's up? I think she's, if it's the one I'm thinking of, she's a pretty good organic grower out in the Colorado area. And yeah, Scotty's always bragging about her weed, I think, is what it is. But I just like the idea of, you know, trying to get, you know, a, a female in here at least once a week to just try to, because uh, there's, you know, we're, we're silly. We'd be just like fucking outer space and shit. We'd be silly to think we're the only ones out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing with women grow. It would be stupid to think that uh, they have nothing to teach or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So why not get as many of them as we can in here? Yeah. And, you know, it helps. It helps diversify the channel too. You know, bring in some more uh, lady viewers and you know keep everybody happy even the ones that you know are watching and every night i'm sure they'd like to see and learn i don't know maybe i'm just being stupid i don't know no that's definitely smiling no dude i know some uh, i know some women growers that are really uh actually one of them won a uh it wasn't like a cannabis cup it was a uh um like a i don't know a smoker's choice award or something it was just kind of a random thing they entered but it was at a sash, and you could enter for it, and they, they ended up winning, but it was some pretty good fire, man. I, yeah. I did know. reach out to Miss Red Reefer today. She was most certainly on the list. <laughs> Aldridge25 said to reach out to her. And I uh, did. Like, Michigan Medicated, too. She's, she's in my area here, and uh, I mean, she's a hell of a gardener, too. She's not uh, all that many years into it, so we damn good. She women, is. Gotta, women gotta touch it. I was caring for things, you know what I'm saying? Like guys are we don't have that like in tune side that women do about caring for things, you know. 
something about her mother. That's one of the things, too. I, she kind of got passed up. I thought she was going to uh, join in on a 420 there. I believe you had mentioned her. And uh, I don't know how she got passed up in the mix there. I know I definitely did not uh, hit her up there. I kind of, but I did think she was included. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Everybody acted like they wanted listening. you to send them an invite, so. Oh, man. And to, <laughs> if you're listening, I'm sorry. That is my bad, I guess. I'm my bad. Uh, no, you weren't You weren't even yeah. able to type in numbers there at the end, man. I was like, I don't even think you can see the numbers. Dude, I was, <laughs> I was copying and pasting all day long, man. I, I figured that out early in the day. I'm like, just paste, 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 paste. <laughs> I was just trying to keep the timing right. I was just lining up the name, paste, send. <laughs> they seen it cool <laughs> next person pace said <laughs> oh god i can't i don't even know if uh i i sure the hell am praying that uh that post it's still saying it's not saying that it's not gonna post but then again usually like when we're done with this I can go back and, you know, before it posts, I can usually go back through and watch the video uh, as it's processing. But it's not letting me watch the video, none of it. Uh, but it says it's still processing. It's not saying you're fucked or whatever. On my end, it says live streams no longer available, but uh, it says processing. So I'm just like, come on, come on. <laughs> Because I didn't record it like an idiot. I didn't record it because I was kind of relying on YouTube. Mm, it's so going to suck if, uh, if it's all uh, Yeah. I guess we all we all enjoyed it in live, so we all know it happened. <laughs> that almost brings me back to when I was talking to Pedro Med and Tanazi right there in the middle, and uh, we were session. I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm fucking dreaming right now. Well, technically, if this video disappears, I could have been dreaming. <laughs> yeah, no, we all heard you say it. So. That's funny. <laughs> so, what the, um, so, what are you excited about in your room, man? You got any updates coming up? Like, not updates, but upgrades, and uh, um, any new seeds you're popping? What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, this time, this run here under the Lopro Max uh, 660, I'm going to uh, actually run that into a Scrog this this round and give that light a do uh, run like that. And I just dropped uh, the American ones, Godiva. Those are, uh, you know, in their cups ready to go pushing along and then uh med growers testers are on the way <clears throat> the uh not the gmo i know them are coming to the gmo times primal but the wedding cakes times uh primal are coming so you know got much love for uh med so then we'll hit the dirt as soon as they arrive and then uh gmx og i believe uh 
Motion Drone has his next round of testers up and ready for me. So they'll be hitting the dirt as soon as they get here. So I'm trying to, I'm weaning out some shit to make room for that stuff. So uh yeah. Do you That's run it? You run a lot of like uh, what would be called an F one or the the hybrid cross like that. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Because I I don't know, man. Like some of these uh, ones that are kind of more, you know, solidly bred. They're deeper into the lineage, whatever F six, whatever it is. But I'm kind of curious to kind of crack some of them just to see how you know how consistent they are. Because I've always kind of ran them, you know, like them just initial crosses too, and and like that where you get a, a phenotypical variation, but. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, Smiley, I'm about fucking 90% of the gear on the market right now is fucking F1s. That's yeah. for real. That's for real. That's like half of the breeders, like they, they come across, they make these creations. They you know, they come up with like fucking 10,000 seeds, let's say, and then they'll send out like fuck a couple hundred to uh, testers. And then they'll wait to see what we say. And if it's all stable and good, they just uh, they throw them out there, and then, and then they just you know these are the phenols that you're looking for. What the testers found, you know what I mean? I found a cherry. I found a line. That just all goes in the description for your phenol hunt, what you could find and shit. But that happens. I'm gonna say that that's probably you know like I said, 90% of the, the seeds you're getting out there right now haven't been run into the second second generation yet. And then seeds, just like you talking about, you get into some F6s like that. Yeah, now we're talking real breeders that have put some real work into that shit. And them seeds usually will come up and be like damn near clones. I mean, they'll, every, they'll be consistent, consistent heights, consistent traits. You'll damn near think they, they are clones, except they have a better vigor. Yeah. That's the one of my biggest bitches right now is that uh, most breeders don't have the balls enough to put them numbers on their packs and let know everybody know exactly what they're buying. Yeah, and the other thing I've been kind of curious about too, I've seen this on a few of uh, packs. So, like typically it'll be like uh, just like Mac by Cake, for example. But I've seen somewhere it's like you know like Mac by Cake by Cookie. You know, like just making up some shit, but it's got three in the cross. And I'm, I always kind of looked at that and it's like, well, is that, you know, these two are the one parent side? Cause you can't make it from three, right? I don't know. I was just reading Chris's uh, comments here in chat. I can't wait to get him on. Yeah. But do you know anything See. about that when they have three crosses like that on a pack? What's that? when you got three crosses on a pack of seeds where it's like you know one for the example i use was like mac by cake by like cookies or whatever but how do they make those crosses what is that signifying in their breeding process because you don't make it from three where they're two males or like you know what i'm saying well that's one process i would think having multiple males in the room <clears throat> Yeah, I would think that's one, but moreover, I would think, you know, a better way to breed like that would be to uh, cross the one like that, grow out that seed, then cross it with that 
other father or stud and you know then breed it in like that that's how i would think that you know get yeah. x x x x but again i i it could probably also be done just like you're saying by releasing multiple males in the room and then just releasing that in you know basically on the pack well yeah it's this this and this good luck basically what we've already talked about with the f1s there you know what i'm saying this is what we found okay well we did a multiple room breeding project here's the two dads but in reality it may not even have that second father in it if you you know you the process you're talking like that it's a 50 50 chance that you know I think there's more to it than that, though. I think there's more to it, because these are, like, usually on, like, really high-end kind of breeders, you know what I mean? And and I think it's big, it possibly means something more, but I don't know. I was kinda and I guess there's also, they could be working with a dry pollen, too, not actually even working with uh, studs, just pollen they've collected and maybe mixed up on a plate before you know what I'm saying? Before they took the brush and actually pollinated the flower, maybe they mixed the pollen, say, on a piece of paper real quick and then pollened it, you know, a few flowers to get seeds like that. Yeah, shout out to Elliot in the chat. He kind of did a diagram of what I was getting at. But it's never it's never with the parentheses. It's always like a one cross, one cross, and then one cross. I guess, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's basically I how it. I said it the first time there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, someday. We'll, we'll ask, you'll have to ask Mr. Soul that. Maybe he knows better. Yeah, that's a good... I should. Uh, we need to make up a questionnaire for people who think that uh, they want to ask. I was just reading this thing from Active Grow LED. It's funny, he's asking... How did how did the harvest go? Dude, you have a camera in my tent. You can see 24 hours a day. You can obviously see there's plants still there. <laughs> it seems like a silly question, man. Open your app. <laughs> that was one of them uh, rhetorical ones that already had the answer, you know. Uh, that's the one thing I, I thought was cool, at least on my end, when I, uh, I approach these companies or when I work with them is that I do put the, I've got the cameras in all these tents and they have, I let them have access to them. So they see how the light's doing all the time. Hmm. And uh, this guy is not afraid to tell me, you know, could you just move the camera to the left? There's many days I get up and look at my Instagram. He's like, uh, the camera moved a little bit. Could you just move it just higher back to the... I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch, man. I ain't even had coffee yet. I'm already fucking playing with cameras. <laughs> there's been, there's been days... Before coffee, yeah. Usually I'm oh, man, smiley. There's been... One day, I shit you not, I just I kind of unzipped the tent and I kind of just went, good morning. <laughs> Thank you for hitting me up bright and early. Good morning. I got your message. Here you go. <laughs> Some people are crazy like that. 
crazy, you know. Everything's got to well, be. Well, he, he was worried about the uh, the time elapse. You know, if it was just nudged a little bit, it was going to look different in the other shots or whatever. Got to make sure it's perfectly the same. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But all right. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Hey, I got cold. <laughs> cold again. This one by you? Yeah. I woke up and there was fucking snow all over the ground. But. Bummer. Yeah, I don't think it's going to go away. Uh, did you see over there? I wonder if Charlie, Charlie's still in chat, man. Did you get that six fucking inches of snow over there that I seen coming towards your way? They were looking like they were getting like six to ten or something. Oh, damn. Yeah. Winter's back over that way. Let's say, what month is it again? I'm pretty sure it's April, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, that, this is normal for me. I'm actually have had an early spring, and I should be grateful for what I've already had. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, usually I have snow on the ground until like mid next month, mid May, is when I actually start seeing the ground. <laughs> That's cool. I see a boss popping up in the chat. What's up, boss? It's not cool, Smiley. I hate snow. <laughs> I hate you snow. Chosen where you're at, right? Hmm. I didn't necessarily chose it. Choose it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're there now. So. I'm here now. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Smiley. I'm not shitting you. <clears throat> I come up here and looked at this house and and uh. I didn't, I knew, you know, the area a little bit, but so I signed the papers and the guy laughs at me, he shakes my hand. He's like, you're, you're going to enjoy your two months of summer up here. And I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> what? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, that's about all you get up here. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's got to be shitting me. And, uh. No, <laughs> that's about all you get, man. You get like one month of springish weather, two months of decently warm weather, and then fucking one month of fall and then snow. Well, don't worry about it, man. We're, <laughs> that's, we're trying to help with that. We're, we're warming the globe for you. So you'll have that. You'll have add a week at least on either end of that. What's up, Mr. Bowers Fonds? Frugal False. How you doing tonight? Man, we were all talking on we talked all the topics last night. We got nothing now. Oh no, no. <laughs> we covered like all kinds of crazy shit. See if Charlie wants to jump in. Or uh the American one. So you keep the chat lively. You keep keep the people. You mix them. You mix them up. I wanted to. I wanted to ask uh, Sarge, and I forgot, or maybe that was you. What are you guys saying that you run peas with the the setup? That was kind of that topic too. And I wanted to ask what pea recipe was that? Because um, I don't know. I just topic of discussion. Any good tea recipes, or what people run, or if they run them or don't. Right now, 
feel free to ask Chad. I don't run them. I've tried to run out like a, uh, earthworm casting tea one time once or twice, but, uh, no, I was into that section of the book today. I kind of blew through a little bit and then soak in as much as I wanted to. I got to go back and uh, listen again tomorrow. Yeah, so, some of it where he goes through I hate all, that, man. Like all the stages. It just it. seems like when I throw on on the headphones, that's when like fucking everybody wants to talk to me or, you know, something. So I've got like one ear flipped back and like trying to listen to a conversation. And then I'm like actually listening to the audio book about fucking 1.75. So it's, you know, it's going fast as it is in my ear. And then I get somebody talking to me and I'm like, oh man, I'm just hold on a second. Now I got to pause the book. <laughs> all right. Now what? It's happened like all day, man. I don't think I got solid 10 minutes in at any time before somebody hit me up and you know, stopped me. And so it was a lot of stop and go today. So I'm going to go back and it's a, let's see, it's a six and a half hour book, I believe. So you can, you know, lay it down in 175 a few hours. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm actually listening along too. I was excited. It was on audible. So. Cause I hate, man, like, I'm getting, I read a book like physically, like an actual book, and like five pages, I'm out like a light, like ready to fall asleep. It puts me out like so fast. So I can't sit. I don't know. It's just one thing. But I can listen to them while I'm doing other stuff. And that's what I kind of enjoy of it, I guess. I'm right there with you, brother. It's the same thing for me, man. If I'm reading or trying to read, man, I just. But I I love to learn. You know what I mean. I love to learn, and it's even better when you can learn and multitask. I even better like when I'm cruising. You know what I mean on them long trips to just throw and uh, turn on that audible through the fucking car radio and listen to that shit on my way down state when I got like two hours or some shit. <laughs> yeah, modern modern genetics asks how long I've been growing. It's about eight years now, I think. But it's mainly been in, uh, so I had a couple different locations in the basement from uh, divorce and moving and all that stuff. And then um, just recently kind of have a, a little upgrade from that, I guess. But that's been a little over a year now. But I, yeah, I've switched from Coco Hydro type setup. It was, uh, it wasn't even a hydro setup. It was just a cocoa I was doing um, pretty much drain to waste would be called um, with uh, house and garden. And then uh, that's how I started. And then things were going really well. And so, I don't know, I had a buddy show up with better weed than mine. And it's kind of a pride thing for growers a little bit, you know. And uh, and I'm honest about it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I just want to have... I've always been growing to have better weeds, so it's just, uh, it's never been a, um, a, a money, main like income or a money thing. It's, it's always, it's always just been me trying to find the, the best stuff I could, even on the black market, it was like that. So, so yeah, since I was probably 15, I've been pretty well knowledgeable on how everything works with it. Figure that out at a young age. You can buy an ounce and sell three quarters and have a quarter for yourself for free, you know? 
That's another thing that uh, Chris brings up there that uh, interests me as the NFK, bringing the microbes in with them kind of teas. Um, the best recommendation. Indigenous microbes, right? Yeah, you can definitely with like the KNF and stuff, but like some of the bottled ones I've heard is the best to add them towards, like at the end or towards the end. So. And uh, I, like black side, black fly soldier, uh, black soldier fly larva, grass or whatever, but I can't say that freaking thing, but. It's it's because I don't like it. It smells so rancid. But um, if you guys use that too, I know that one's been recommended to add towards the end or later too, just because it's uh, apparently it's really dominant type biology in that. He's a I don't know, man. These seem to be a hot topic sometimes. Like the people I talk to around here and whatever in person, people that I know, friends. Everybody's kind of I'm thinking more mixing organics with, you know what I mean? Hate and Life, how you doing? Modern Genetics, just saying hi. Elliot Harkins, Modern Genetics, hello, how you guys doing? I'm definitely interested in the teas, and even more so if I'm going to switch over to uh, like a no-till system or, you know, or a uh, living bed. I'm going to have to incorporate some of that at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of. Uh, I I really like the idea of fish shit. Uh, I see Chris in the in the chat saying sell me a bottle, but I will say that um, as far as like biology, even for a living soil system, if you're bringing an aqua aquatic biology, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of a, and that's been my ethos on all of that is like diversity. So even like I mixed seven yards of soil just because I wanted to add you know, diversity to the rock minerals or the, it's just not available and all that way. And I'm just weird like that. Oh, it's not weird like that. And if you don't believe me, dude, next time I'll challenge you guys, look for a, a bag soil without um, perlite. There's, there's one that I know of that's here in Michigan, but man, there's just not too many available that don't have any perlite. And that was kind of my thing that I, I don't know, I finally was fed up with, I guess. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's why I switched over to the chunky cocos. I just got tired of the friggin' fur light. Even if you were trying to uh, use it in an organic system uh, or no-till or living uh, system like yours, Perlite eventually breaks down into like a powder and uh, kind of makes like a wash layer. You know what I mean? If uh, it doesn't, it it doesn't help you absorb water. It just kind of pushes it out to the edge once it you know, breaks down and turns into that powder. So what do you do with it? Like in your system or an organic living system, when it gets to be like that, you know, do you have to now? You know, kind of aerate it, go back in there and aerate it and do something because uh, your drainage is just running off because you've got like a layer of broken down perlite in there. Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to extend that to, uh, you know, multiple seasons or extended life, I, would, I guess it would be the term maybe, but um, 
but yeah, that perlite will tend to raise in the strata so it can float up to the top and it can make a almost like a cement layer at the top. You know, and it takes a long time to happen, but that's the thing, you know, if you're if you're building it to be a living bed and you're wanting to just reamend and leave things there, it, that's gonna be part of what's left there, you know. Oh, sorry. I was just reading chat there a little bit, Charlie's fire. But there's other ways to aerate too, you know what I mean? So like mixing, and I think the reason a lot of the bag soils will use perlite is it's so light, but like, you know, pea gravel, you know, sand, clay sand, you know, mixing some of those things in is definitely going to aerate that. You change the loam of it, basically. So let's go say I go to like a no-till uh, living soil system and I'm just like, I'm chopping the plants off just above the, the dirt line there, kind of letting the organisms take care of the carcass there. And I just kind of like plant gently next to it. Uh, how many runs do I get like that? Uh, or am I just depending on the, I guess, it, is that what happens? The earthworms are kind of eating their way uh through the soil aerating it for you or at some point do you have to kind of go back in and put some rice hulls or something in there to kind of aerate it again yeah Does it so, become matted i guess <laughs> is that what i'm getting to yeah they do kind of come packed it over time so that's one thing i've kind of noticed now and so uh this spring i'm kind of i'm going to go from number 10 to number 15 so i got to mix up more soil for it and that's kind of my plan is to you know bring a little more of that sand in bring in some more of the, the you know small pebbles and then uh, i'm going to use the uh kind of that idea laid out by late morrison and, uh, and the idea of like biomimicry so like building the different strata is kind of what i'm going to go for a little bit at least have you know three of them in there in the soil. Yeah. so out of your eight years how long have you been running like a, a organic or living soil system uh living soil is three years now pretty much it's hard to say man i it was like a gradual transition so like i did a um you know, Nectar for the Gods was kind of the first step and then, you know, had good success with those and then just started getting sick of lifting and mixing and it just, it's a, it's, it's a great product. It's just a really, it's a really daunting task sometimes. Like, and then I started realizing like all the stuff that's in those bottles, I could pretty much do with you know, some dry amendments and something, other things. So, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's just kind of like that progress. I, the rabbit hole is the perfect description of it because it's just, you know, what I mean, once you start down and you just keep going down the path and going down the path. And then, you know, I had the opportunity to, to kind of, um, have a little, a little nicer setup. And, and, uh, you know, so I had some time to dream about it, I guess. And, um, but I had been researching making my own soil for the last the two years before that. So I, I had a pretty good idea what I wanted to do. And it's expensive though. Like everybody thinks, oh, you can mix your own soil and it's going to be less expensive. But I, I don't think so, man. I, some of the prices I've seen them guys throw for even uh, 
you can go buy them in a yard, you know, they got the big yard tote bags or whatever. And to be honest, it's probably what I should have done, you know. Well, as I was listening to that book today, uh, it, it is definitely sucking me in just the whole, you know, it just, as I'm listening, in, I'm like, man, I'm definitely got to be missing out on something here. You know what I mean? It's just, it seems so right. It just sounds right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to uh, reading into more, listening to more rather, and uh, actually setting in bed. You know what I mean? Open it. Do you have any tips for me uh, as far as what should I should I go get me like a four by four uh, like one four foot swimming pool and throw in there? How should I go about uh, starting out my bed? As far as uh, where you're gonna put the soil and um, <laughs> um, I guess the best recommendation is the larger you can go, the better. So yeah, if you can do the bed, they're pretty permanent. You know what I mean? I, I, some of them are going to be heavy as hell by the time you do it, but I mean, I think ideally that's the best setup, but it'd be like a bed. Um, I'd have to, I'm almost thinking I'd have to build like a platform for it to keep it up off the, the concrete. I'd want to keep it up, not wick that cold from the concrete. I'm yeah, thinking. so I, I, I did that with the uh, like you know, used uh, hot tub cover, so like a pool cover for hot tub. But they're like two and a half, three inches thick, and the the hot tub places want to get rid of them. They like pay to get rid of them, usually, so you can get them for free. But that's what we did. We just grabbed one of those and threw it under there. But I would definitely do that, and I would definitely make sure you would have uh, um, like a catch tray underneath it too. You know, almost one that's got a stick in maybe if possible like you could drain it off if you needed to but something that'll keep that if the bed overflows with water to keep it from like running all over you know what I mean? but there is uh there is a style for that that's called uh soma sip is what you would look you can look up um but jeremy from build the soil is kind of talking about that a little bit too where they like Basically, those beds will sit in a, in a rock layer, or um, and they uh, they'll basically have that become like an aquifer, and then it'll wick up from the bottom, and it can uh, different styles to it. But there's uh, the main title of it, kind of like a soma sip, is what the the technique is called. So pretty cool. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how true some of that stuff is. And, and like the Bolish dude, he runs uh, a real similar style to that with the, you know, the, the way he's setting the pots in like that and the roots go down into it. And uh, it definitely wicks up. I have experience with the grow boxes. It, it, it definitely is, uh, keeps the soil moist. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a cool style. I've kind of thought about... Uh... I've seen people uh, lately putting hydrogen, a couple inches of hydrogen in the bottom of their cocoa pots to help uh, keep it up out of anything that'd be wet in the tray for a while. 
Yeah, and that's kind of like the whole uh, like the idea that biomimicry is you're building your rock layer, like your bedrock almost, with the bigger stones, and then you're kind of filling that in with uh, with sand, and then you kind of build your normal soil layer, and then you have your organic layer, like your top crust on the top is kind of my mind's eye on it, but it'll keep it, it kind of gives that uh, water a place to go and accumulate without drowning out the roots at the bottom there. American one has a question for uh, us both. Uh, hey, I got a question for you guys at Eagle Gardens. When you de-leaf, uh, is it when the lights just come on or it's at the end of the light cycle? Do you think it matters? I, I de-leaf when I uh, am in there, and it's usually during the lights on, probably closer to lights on, but I don't think it matters. I agree. I just, whenever it's convenient, when I'm in there watering, I try to do it then, but there's no well, certain time where I feel like I must get in there like uh, to give them re time to recover or anything like that. What's the thought process behind having to do it at a certain time, American one? I guess I'm just, I never I'd thought of it being it'd be just recovery time. You know? Yeah, maybe. Less stress and uh, recovery. Well, maybe the idea is they're trying to use up the sugar. You know what I mean? If you're picking it later in the day the sugars might be accumulated from the photosynthesis of that day where like in the morning you're going to have most you know the idea i guess my thought would be the plant's going to be using that up at the night cycle that might be the thought on it could be i send him some numbers if he wants to come in and ask us some questions <laughs> boom dr danestein how are you doing I'll uh, extend an offer out to Dr. Dainstein, too. I'd like to uh, talk to you about getting you on doing an episode. Enjoy you having you in chat as well. Just what's optimal. Just curious about the recovery. So you got to start a compost pile this year, then, Ego, and then uh, we'll start you a worm bin, and then we'll get you a Bokashi bin. And you can start doing your food scraps, and we'll get your worms going. And by the time you're ready to do that soil, you can make it right off of your property. How's that? And then we'll, we'll build you a, a truly regenerative soil. And then you can... Uh, I've, already re I've already re raked the leaves into a pile to start a compost pile this year. So I just need to start taking off from there, I guess. Now, what, if, what do you think about... I've heard... Uh, about dumping like pops like flat pops on like leaf piles and for the sugars you know feed the microbes and shit is that a good good thought process on that or no usually the leaf piles can be like uh they'll do like what the cold compost but they'll do leaf mold and then that's pretty much you just pile them up leave them and let them go for two years but then uh that's right. a really cool process otherwise if you're going to heat it up you add a green component which is nitrogen but so you're adding a you know a nitrogen source and that's what feeds the microbes typically i don't i don't know what, you know what people are dumping pop on it i haven't, I haven't heard really that but yeah i have but uh i 
who's to say what at what point along the way you know what i mean i'm just looking into this so i just i could have swore i've heard it before so you're right I, when as far as i've heard from i did listen to composting today and he was like yeah you just control the heat of the pile by adding either brown brown material or green material to help you know moisture and heat up or cool it you know you add one or the other for to heat it up or to cool it was it brown to cool it down and then uh, green to heat it up yeah so one's heavier carbon and the other one's heavier in nitrogen so it's that carbon and nitrogen ratio you're always looking at but like 30 you know 30 to 1 or whatever is like you're not going to be real hot you know like get more nitrogen or more manure or stuff in there like that it's going to you got to have a pretty big pile for that too to my understanding i don't i haven't done a ton of it but um you know like to get it really thermal like that like a good thermal compost like you're talking is you either have them tumblers or you have like a um a bigger pile because you'll start with like you know six yards and it'll end with like three yards you know or two Another fun fact I picked up from the book today I thought was kind of neat that uh, he said in a spoonful of soil that there was uh, three miles of mycelium hyphae in a spoonful of soil. If you were to be able to stretch that chain out from end to end, that it would be roughly three miles long. I was like, holy shit. And I bought Bolish just made a pretty good point in chat too. Like you, you're trying to compost because you're trying to build that biology, natural the natural biology around you. You know, so like I always look at it like like I guess the way to ex- explain that is is you're not really training. You don't want to train biology to eat pop when it's in. You know, what I'm saying when you're using it in your soil or for your plants, you're trying to train biology that's going to eat. And, cycle nutrients that are helpful and that's that's a real good point you're just pouring raw sugar free sugar on there for them yeah you can get it to speed up but what are you really growing there you might only be growing. that's what and you just nailed it too that was always the point that i heard of adding the pop was just because of the acidic properties and the sugar to speed things up yeah and it's bad shit you're probably growing bad shit you know that's another idea Oh, well, he was quick to point that out in the book. You know, he they, he was he was say he said he said in the book. He's like, for years, we didn't think it fucking mattered. To be honest with you, compost was compost. We all thought it was all good, but in lately in the year later years, we're realizing that uh, you know, just like everything in else, good in, good out. I'm listening, man. I'm taking this shit in. I said I was a fucking. <laughs> It was in breaks today, but I, I'm sucking it up, man. I'm sucking it up. Give I'm me winning, fucking two days. I'm, I'm winning another one, man. We got another one switching from the dark side. What's up, American One? How you doing tonight? I'm still alive, Eagle. How you doing? You made it through the uh, 420 marathon, and you lived to see another day, dude. Good work. <laughs> Still a little foggy, but I'm getting back. I'm coming back. Yeah, dude. Those last couple of hours, you were you were noticeably getting tired, dude. Oh god, man. <laughs> he was cross. The last few hours. Yeah, he was. was a blur. 
still Dude. smoking though. I think he still had a joint there at the end. Oh yeah, he did. Yep. My fucking tolerance is pegged right now, man. I just, I so so fucking need a tolerance break at this point. <laughs> I know that. I kind of know that feeling. Take four hours off. It'll be all right. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, you're right, American one. When I fucking actually worked fucking the, on Honest 40, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was about as close. That was always the best joint when you got home. There's two good joints of the day right there. It yep. was the Wait, one you know? in the morning, yep. with a cup of coffee, and the one right after work because you ain't smoked all day and shit. Like, oh, yeah. I tried to avoid those kind of situations, but it happens on occasion. Yep. So every get, every ninety minutes. <laughs> Do you get the snow over that way out of the country? No, today we had pretty. It was windy as all get out, but it was like fifty something degrees here. But last night there was ice. There was ice on the. Uh, Ice on the cars and the windows and shit. But, but hopefully it's going to end soon. But you know what? The best position is when your boss is a stoner. And um, yeah, that's the best situation you get yourself into. When, they're drug, oh, yeah. when their drug test is just to find out if you get better ones than they do. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's the guy you want to be working for. Because yeah, that's great, man. I'd be like, I want, like, I don't even have to. When I was ready to get, the guy would be like, yo, let's go take an attitude adjustment break. I'm like, yep, let's do it. It works, too. It doesn't, man. It a oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've worked on many smoking construction crews. Yeah. One of the guys I actually learned a lot of shit from, man, that cat fucking, we smoked a lot of weed. God. <laughs> I bet you, we, at one point, he we just went in everybody on the crew smoked so much weed we just bought we ended up because we had one of us we'd all go through right so we end up going you know what it would be so much cheaper because we were all killing our bags at work we were like man it's just gonna be easier if we just kick in i don't know just leap up in the cabinet for break time (laughs) you know so that was it man we ended up having just you know community community stage up there and when you had a break that's where you went, and it was all good, man. Frost knew about it and everything. So. One of the best jobs I ever had. That's a, that's a good setup. I always like when I'm on a job site, and uh, like all the electricians will get up and go, and I'm like, yeah, they we're going to go get to, we're going to 7 Eleven or Home Depot. So I'm like, yeah, I know where you're really going for that attitude adjustment. Don't BS me. And that, every single time they'd be like smirking when they're leaving, you know? <laughs> Yeah, everybody re- smokes. Yeah. There's a definite origin for the safety meeting. <laughs> no, what was it oh, you were talking about with the leaf strip? Yeah, I was just curious because I'm going to do one sh- tomorrow. And I was going to do it maybe today, but I figured I'd wait. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys, do you have any uh, thought at all? Like, because I, I was going to. It would either it would either I was gonna do it at the very end of the light cycle or tomorrow at the very beginning. And I don't know if it matters at all, really. It probably doesn't matter that much, but it, who knows, you know? 
Yeah, I don't, I never really considered, and that was the only thought I had on it was maybe in the morning that, you know, the plant had used up some of its sugars at the end of the day, or maybe robbing more of them in the leaf strip. I, I, don't, I don't know. Right, I think I'm going to try and do it early when, as soon as the light comes on. That's always a nice time, anyway. I like watching them wake up. It's kind of cool. It's always cool I looking guess. at them. True. <laughs> I, I guess I've just never been that considerate of them. You know what I mean? Just to like, if they're going to heal or if it's been the best time for them. I used to honestly fucking... <laughs> it, back in the day, I swear to God, when I would teach like uh, friends that would come over and like look at my grow room and shit. I would actually go, I would actually take them up in there and I would, you know, show them, man. I'd take them, shake them plants and shit, fucking call them my bitches and shit. I'm like, yep. And they'd be like, oh my God, you're going to do that? I'm like, yeah, these, I smack these bitches up. They're not fucking ready to go in that room until they're ready to make me some goddamn money. (laughs) They'd all look at me like I was nuts, man. But I fucking, I'm not afraid to beat up a plant, a plant and be not, you know, I'm not considerate about healing and time and shit like that. I just, I do yeah. what I got to do and fucking what the fuck. The Eagle Gardens is the pimp of the cannabis plant, smacking his bitches. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what my, used to be my fucking hate. I, my whole method, I'd say it all the fucking time to buddies. These fucking bitches don't go in that room until they're ready to make me some goddamn money. <laughs> Very true, though. He means that with the utmost respect, Lexi. Oh, God damn, I forgot my kids are watching. You see, she put a little uh, emojis in there. Oh, shit. <laughs> God damn, you forget about your kids growing up. I'm still telling my dad stories fucking that I, shit I did when he was a kid. When I was a kid, he's like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've already had a few stories of my kids telling me that shit, man. My oldest, yeah, we used to snag some rookin' roaches off your tray. Yeah. Oh man. Here I thought I raised three fucking innocent girls and shit. Now you now here it comes and shit. Yeah, denial's not just a river in Egypt, they say, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And they had me fooled. They had me fooled. I'll give them that. It's hard, man. Their daddy's little girls. They got you right around their picky, you know? Believe anything they say. I swear to God, anymore, I really believe they're tuning in just to catch the stories that I'm fucking <laughs> slipping up on. Shame, shame on them. Shame on them. They were daddy's girls and they shattered that now, Sean. It's their fault. It's not your <laughs> fault, Eagle. <laughs> Damn internet. Oh, yeah, there was a, the, the Tanazi episode there. Yeah, it was a... Eye-opening yeah. for him. <laughs> yeah, very eye-opening, to say the least, and shit, yeah. <laughs> that is a, it is an eye-opening thing, man. Like, uh, that was a discussion I had with, uh, like, my daughter's coming up, because I was split, so my ex was kind of, you know, supposedly against it, but she still spoke, you know what I mean? But 
I don't know. So it's just funny to me. Like, so yeah, their daughters are, you know, 15, 16 and, you know, they get caught smoking with their friends. So it's like, I don't know who you want to tell them about it. You know what I mean? Like, so, so she was kind of giving me shit and I'm like, well, I'm going to smoke with them. They're already smoking with their friends and I'd rather know that they're having something not poisonous, you know, and not having some dude trying to tell them about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. That's when my parents felt about alcohol. That's how I got introduced to alcohol right there, to be honest with you. Oh, I'd rather have you doing it right here at home than driving around, getting fucked up, getting hurt. I had to figure it out all on my own. You guys are lucky. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing, though, man. The cops are out ready to bust all them kids now, too. So it's like they're, you know, they, they can't yeah. uh, give as many people shit about cannabis now, but the underage kids, they sure can. You know what I mean? So a lot of stories of them kids getting busted left and right. Yeah, there's no one out. They American can't bust one. You could be a Barbara Walters interviewer, man. There's uh, so many times where you've just about walked me into some fucking foot and mouth stories, <laughs> man. Uh, that first one, though, that was purely, that was, I was like, no. Lexi anymore is like, hey, Dad, why don't you get the American one on, huh? <laughs> she says, I'm an angel. Don't listen to him. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we all know better. <laughs> so yeah, every time I come up, I'll just remind you. Don't forget, your one of your daughters is probably listening right now. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. When you see it coming, just be like, "Hey, man, think." That's think funny. My daughters saying. were listening probably for the same reason. So nice. they were like, "We're right. listening to your show, Dad. We're listening to you." How many but, kids uh, you got, Smiley? Uh, two. Two daughters. Are they like your plants? What do you mean? What? Which, <laughs> which ones do you like better? I was going to say, that's a loaded question right there. <laughs> he let that's me I, in just like a fucking pony me. with a carrot, man. Right. <laughs> I didn't fall for it. My daughters ain't listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was saying how I had my three strains, and he's like, well, which one do you think is the best? And I'm like, well, like, which one of your kids do you think is your favorite? <laughs> and he threw it out. And he's, no, he was just like, it was like, well, do you have one? He's, he's, he, well, no, he didn't say anything. I mis, I misspoke. He could read the face. He was totally reading my face. Yeah, again, had that option, because I don't get to judge his facial expression. He just read me like a book over there. No man, my but, daughters are amazing. They're uh they're definitely unique in their own ways, but definitely both really amazing girls. So proud of both of them. And that's what Eagle said. He just said it a different way. Yeah, they're uh <laughs> my my oldest made me a grandpa, so I'm already grandpa too. And uh, Oh my god, dude, you're looking good for your age. Yeah, thanks. It doesn't. It doesn't change my age. It just means. It just means my seventeen-year-old got knocked up. <laughs> Seventeen-year-old's quicker than you. Yeah. So. But no, it's been good, man. She's uh, she definitely stepped too. She was working her butt off and taking care of him. He's happy and healthy, little kid. So. 
That's all that counts, man. Excellent. Good. Yeah. Sucks with this virus stuff because it's all like weird. I don't want to go around. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I know someone who just, um, well, I don't know them. I know somebody who knows somebody who just had a kid. And the wife's like, no, no one's coming over. The my, none of the grandparents can come to see. Not now. So, like, yeah, even if they all get suited up, she doesn't want them hanging out with the baby. So, it's kind of yeah. like, yeah. It was kind of funny, though. She was like, she, I wore her down the one day, and she's like, well, fine. You need to shower first. And I, I kind of laughed. I was like, yeah, why? She was like, well, the virus can stay in your hair. And uh, and I just want to make sure, you know, that we take care of all risks. So I was like, oh, because... I have this antiviral head and shoulders that I use. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, they do say just soap and hot water will take it. It'll kill it. You know, it's better to be safe than have a sick somebody that you like. You like you like. You know. <laughs> I think that's my biggest fear over even me getting sick is like, who am I gonna? You know, like one of my loved ones and it's gonna spread it to, or even friends or whatever. Definitely a fear factor there for that. Yeah, no doubt. I'm glad I, my parents are in. Uh, I don't hang out with my parents, so they're uh, they have like this cottage in the back of my sister's house that they stay in, and I, I they only go out to drive. So hopefully they'll be all right. My old man's got COPD pretty heavy. Yeah, it's high risk shit. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I suppose right now, man, there's people saying, like, even if you were to, like, I don't know, they're, like, marking everybody that dies is, like, COVID sometimes. <laughs> like, you hear stuff like that. I don't, you never know how true it is, but it's, like, wonder. Dude, they're just saying at the Bronx Zoo, there's, like, seven tigers, or they just said big cats who got the virus right now. Really? Yeah. So that's, that's a little scary on its own, because, like, like, what if your regular cat could get it? Yeah, that's fucking game changer right there. All of a sudden, your dog comes in with it. Well, yeah. So, I'm reading Dr. Dankstein's uh, comment oh. here, and he says, I remember the first time I had shrooms with my dad at Deer Camp. Good times. Which makes me want to ask you guys here, what to what extent have you uh, had good times with uh, your elders, your parents there? You went that far with a, a good, uh, good mushroom mix trip, or uh, is it just cannabis, or have you just drank with them? Or what's the extent to, of the good times? To, for me, you, both of you. Oh, going to church with my parents—that was the best times I had. They don't do anything, dude. By the time I was like old enough to know what was going on, they didn't drink, they didn't smoke. Well, my old man smoked cigarettes because he was addicted, and um. Yeah, when my sister had a kid, he quit that, but um, they never drank in front of me ever. Oh, wait, every once in a while, my old man would have a beer at, um, like, Sunday dinner or something. But, yeah, my my whole family was pretty boring. Yeah, mine too, man. It's uh, Dutch Christian Reformed, so. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The only time my dad ever said anything to me about my eyes was when I was tripping and came home. So, like, no, I'm just tired, man. I'm just tired. Oh, I have a story, dude. So when, when I was younger, I was Van Halen. I was into Van Halen. And I was like, um, my old man, I knew he worked in the city. I'm like, yeah, man, they're coming to Madison Square Garden. You should get me some tickets for my birthday. 
just thinking like he would never do it, right? So somehow he there was like a record store like two doors down from where he worked in the city or whatever on the same block. So he walked in there. He's like, he asked the guy about it behind the counter. He's like, well, someone's got him here, but if they don't come and get him by a certain time, I'll sell him to you. So my very ever first concert I ever went to was with my old man, just me and him, dude, went to go see Van Halen. And on the ride home, he's like, well, now I know what marijuana smells like. I was like laughing so hard because I had actually left. I hit the bathroom to, to smoke some before uh, when he like when he wasn't around, you know. But I was yeah, just thinking you laughed so hard from the contact buzz. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was I just good. want to tell you, American one, you've got a little fucking Jedi in training over there. Do you see her? Do you see what's going on in chat there? No, I'm not. Cause I, yeah, because I like hitting mute when I'm not talking. And not, all right, I'll go I, I think it's a good time for me to leave, which means I'm just going to act like I'm not here. Go ahead and tell some more stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just like, I've heard enough. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Eagle? What was, uh, what was yours? Oh, man. I have... Yeah. Did you I do acid with your old man? Mm, no. I have... Uh, I've smoked with both parents and uh, I've partied with my mom. <laughs> my mom's no longer <laughs> with us, but uh, yeah, I, I've definitely partied with my mom. She was definitely the one early on Oh, you guys can drink here. I'd rather have you guys drinking here than running the roads. She was that parent. So, yeah, I've definitely uh, had some good times with my mom. Nothing I'm going too, too in the air on, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go party. Let's say that. Yeah, because I was just thinking, doing shrooms with my old man would be, I don't know if I would enjoy that. And then if you imagine doing acid with one of your parents, dude, that would be a crazy trip, right? It would be kind of fun, though, getting them to see streamers and shit like that. <laughs> You'd be laughing at them the whole time, probably. Oh, I could... Oh, I'll fucking tell that story, I guess. Because fucking nobody knows, right? Right? All protect all participants are, uh, you know, safe and innocent here, right? I'm not mentioning any names, but uh, yeah, my dad's fucking uh, a little bit older. This is he's a little bit older. He's got a little bit of he's a little crazy. So he likes to smoke a lot of hash, still to this day, and for some reason, uh. He's had his crazy days, you know, hippie back in the day. But uh, his code word for, he, at some point, he thought it was bad to talk about hash in front of uh, the younger grandkids and stuff. So he turned the word hash. He, he's, at some point, he turned it into uh, acid. <laughs> Instead of calling it hash, he fucking just changed it to acid. You guys want to go do some acid? We're like, how is that better? How is that better? What the fuck? <laughs> Should have just gone with math. Like what I know, I know, I know she's young. But how? I mean, that's the best you got there, home man. 
Jesus. That's the one time it'll take for her to go to school and be like, my daddy and grandpa smoke acid. (laughs) (laughs) My daddy and grandpa went to go do acid last night. Speak of that, what was the what are some of the funny things you've like secretly used code word for for the cannabis? Oh, oh yeah, we would call green, it. We would call paint. it. You got the mats, the cheese, lettuce. Yo, you got any happiness? Happiness was for a while. You just called it happiness, man. You got any happiness? Yeah, just pretty much green paint or you know lettuce, something like that. Never too in detail. I only had one cat that was always really freaked out about that shit. <laughs> That's the guy too, you know, the pretty much every I think everybody's had that Cheech and Chong guy, haven't they? Yep. That's just paranoid been boss. Yep. Boss it a thousand <laughs> times and shit. <laughs> I was gonna say the best one was uh we always had to refer to it in time. There's the old guy that we deal with, that I dealt with, that he was, uh, I was like the only young kid that he'd deal with back in the day. And it was always, because uh, I'd follow all his protocols, man. He was that paranoid dude. Nobody else wanted to follow all his protocols. I knew the deal, you know, call, you know, he'd call him up and be like, hey, you got an hour? I'm going to swing by in a little bit. And he knew what he talked about, you know. That is uh, a common code one there, too. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I don't understand why, you know, you could talk when you get to the person in person, you know? You don't have to, like, say any numbers or anything over uh, text or phone, you know? It's unnecessary. Well, I used to have to do it. that shit with the pager, dude. So. <laughs> God, wow, you really do look days. young for your age, dude. What the hell is a pager? Pretty much. It's one of them things that uh, technologies that the cell phone took out. Yeah. Now I graduated in 96, so. Wow, I wasn't even born yet. Shit. Yeah. No way. <laughs> I'm messing. Oh, I'm only joking. <laughs> no way. Fucking. Or the codes on the fucking pager. That was the other thing, too. You had fucking certain codes that come up on the pager. You know. Such and such. That, that, that. Yeah. So, funny story about that is my daughter was so surprised when she saw the first pay, like actual working pay phone or whatever. She had to get a picture taken next to it and shit. But that was like, yeah, that was the thing, right? You get a page, you ran to the pay phone. Like, Shit, my first cannabis experience was from my parents, actually, my dad. I remember going into his room and fucking finding a fucking garbage bag full of fucking cannabis. <laughs> and fucking playing out of that thing for the first uh, experience. I mean, I guess I had a way different childhood than <laughs> either one of you fellers there. Because I remember, you know. Frequent garbage bags and you know big tall plants and cornfields and <laughs> that's kind of the way I grew up right there. I'm jealous. <laughs> definitely, see, I was definitely around smoke early on. You know, they just tell us go outside. And I, I caught a, 
I caught on, you know, early on. I think I started smoking about right about 13, something like that. And, uh, you know, they'd always tell us just go outside and fucking go out and play and then come back in the fucking house and drink. You know, they'd be all laughing, nice record fucking. They'd be rocking, rolling, speakers all fucking loud as shit. You know something was up. You fucking kids are smart. You ain't that fucking stupid. It wasn't too long before I started looking for that fucking, looking for it. Yeah, I was 15. I I have an older brother that's five years older, so he was 20, and uh, I, I had asked him about it, and then he was like, well, if you're gonna, then I'll take you out and show you. So yeah, that was that was my first experience. And a, uh, it was a homemade little water bong out of a Mountain Dew bottle that the, the stem got, like you heat up the metal stem and you could work it through the Mountain Dew bottle. <laughs> Fill it with water and you had a little makeshift water bong. But that was my first time. Did you get stoned? Yeah, dude, I, I got the giggle so hard, like super hard. Because uh, I remember sitting there like going, what the, I don't know what it feels like. And then like my feet started tingling, my knees started tingling. And yeah, just, I started giggling and laughing. And I, I was that um, annoying stoner dude that won't shut up laughing. And my brother was like, cops are behind us, shut up. So they weren't, but it made me sit up and be like, oh, okay, like all fucking crazy. Is that when they started calling you Smiley? <laughs> it might have been, man. I had a Hermagrin. Yeah, that's good. Well, American one, there's no fucking way you'd probably remember this, but Smiley, you might. Uh, do you remember uh, hearing about, or even, you know, do you remember Auto World that was here in Michigan uh, a long, long time ago? Auto World, what was it? It's, it, well, actually, the U of M campus uh, flints on it now, but it was like a auto uh, memorabilia museum type where you'd go in there and it like different cars and you know the history of automobiles type shit. And uh, it was there big. It was like a big thing for a long time, but it, it flopped right out of its face there in Flint. It didn't. It didn't do well. But. Uh, what I'm getting to is uh, this kind of again the kind of childhood I had at that time when uh, Auto World was going on. My dad uh, threw a party that was my last name, World, <laughs> in comparison to the Auto World thing there, and uh, that fucking party went on for a whole weekend there, and fucking had like a live band. Uh, a dunk tank, a pig, a pig roast, <laughs> fucking a circus tent. You ever you know what the four forty eight train is? It's like that train that uh, drives on fucking. It's actually on wheels, but it looks like a train drives down the road. They had one of them fucking things, fucking uh, pulling people around and shit. That's kind of uh, kind of environment that uh, I grew up around. There. When we talk about crazy parent stories and shit, that was also my first experiment with alcohol. Was the the day after that party there, when everybody was all gone and there was ten kegs still left in the fucking garage there. Back in the good old days when, uh, 
like I've talked about before, when you could still fucking throw your kid in the back of the fucking truck. <laughs> no seat belts. The crazy days of being raised in the eh, 70s, early 80s. <laughs> well, it's funny because, uh, like, now, too, it's, um, you know, it's more accepted being a stoner. But back in the day, it was kind of like drinking was the thing, you know. That was more of the big party thing. And uh, I remember even, yeah, like, high school, just out of high school days, it was almost you were shunned. I was shunned from parties because I was, you know, no, the known stoner or whatever. And people would almost, like, not want you there. But everybody would be drinking, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're all binge drinking, but shun the stoner but that's wow dude i feel bad for you now you were the shun stoner no no not at all i wasn't all right, I good. Feel bad. <laughs> i'm just saying like there were certain that was the mindset though you know right right already was gonna go binge drink and party and it was like the, the minority was the people that would get high you know? yeah i know that feeling too but we had a pretty good uh acceptance people if you weren't an asshole in my high school, like we all partied. We would, I would, we would drink and smoke. And like the people that didn't drink, they just, I mean, that didn't smoke, they just wouldn't smoke, you know? Yeah. Elliot Harkins knows what I'm talking about. He's like smoking in, <laughs> smoking with kids in the car, no car seats. Yeah, oh, yeah. Days were a lot different back then. When the cops used to say, yo, you're drunk, you you better go home right now. We'll follow you and make sure you get home safe. All right. <laughs> yeah, now they're wanting to cash in on that shit. They yeah. go, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> we were talking about that with Charlie's Farm the other night. Uh, it was actually 420 how things were so much different. How, uh, you know, cigarette commercials, you know, you don't see that shit anymore. Even the, you know, if you watch one of them old fucking cigarette commercials to these days, man, you'd be like, holy fuck, how did, how did that ever happen? You know what there, I mean? <laughs> there used to be ashtrays on airplanes. Could you imagine, like, being in an airplane with everybody smoking? You look back at, I mean, them, them old commercials are, like, so politically incorrect. I mean, you look back at, like, a 40-cigarette commercial, and he's practically like, shut up, honey, go get me a pack of smokes. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, son, you want to try one of these lucky strikes? Dude, they, they had commercials for pregnant ladies. The smoke is so smooth, you know? Mothers crave it. I was going to say the scariest part about that is when they outlawed that, it should have kind of rang in people's heads that the power of that propaganda, right? Like, like the, what that actually can move people to do. Like, they had to outlaw it, you know? I don't know. Yeah, but when you start smoking cigarettes, well, I guess the first time you cough a lot, but like, it doesn't feel like it's, you're hurting yourself, you know? You don't realize it really. Yeah. Cut to the lady, the pregnant lady smoking the cigarette. I smoke camels because it matches my hump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, all the hidden stuff in the Camel Joe's packs or whatever. Yeah, on the Camel. I remember that. 
Man, that makes me want to just binge watch old commercials. <laughs> like, now it's getting a little out of control with the PC because, like, um, they're, like, bleeping out words that of songs that have been around for, like, years, and now they're bleeping out words, you know what I mean? Like what? You know that song from Dire Straits, um, Your Money for Nothing and Your Chicks for Free? Yeah. You know, he says that little faggot's got a earring in his ear. Oh, his yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they bleep out the faggot part. What? Yeah, yep. yeah dude. You know, certain they things... They actually do just... that to a lot of songs. And then some songs don't even get bothered. Like, The Who, Who Are You? He clearly says, Who the fuck are you? And at one point in the song, and they never bleep that out. Yeah, yeah so, they're on it now. Yeah. They're getting crazy. Some of that shit is kind of crazy. Like, I, I don't know how far that got or whatever, but, like, the whole, like, personal pronoun stuff is, like, I don't know. <laughs> At some point, it's kind of like, I don't know, dude. I'll just uh, address you how you... I can't believe... I, like, heard Rage Against the Machine on the radio the other day. And I, that's that was one... Okay, that was one right there that I was, like... I can't fucking believe I'm hearing this in this day and age. You know what I mean? Out of all the songs that like we're talking right now where they like bleep out stupid, silly words. Uh, and don't get me wrong. I fucking love some Rage Against the Machine. I love Rage Against the Machine. I will listen to it, you know, anytime it's on and just crank that shit up because that's the best way it's played. <laughs> but uh, that song where... Uh, where they talk about uh, running down my family with a pocket full of shells and fucking, they were playing that on the radio the other day. And I'm like, man, that's, that's a little ballsy in this day and age, man. There's a lot of crazy shit going on. I know. I can't believe, like you're saying, they'll bleep out a couple silly swear words, but that, that, that was one song for some reason. I was like, hmm, I can't believe this. But I, I love the hell out of that song. I was rocking it. Don't get me wrong. I, I turned that shit right up. I was just surprised. Yeah, it's weird. They're like selective on what they're censoring. It's bizarro. Because like some of them rap songs are like fucking fuck the police and shit like that. And they let it slide. All for the agenda, man. Moving the moving the agenda forward. We'll have a digital dollar, and I hope the aliens just come down and take care of us soon. <laughs> right. <laughs> it ain't never gonna happen. We they were too fucking stupid for them to fucking come here. We don't know how to handle it. They ain't never gonna come and tell. We can't even handle ourselves. You know what I mean? We want to fight and take from ourselves. What interest would we would have absolutely no respect for them? You know what I mean? We can't even respect ourselves. What makes them think that if they came here, we would only do but shoot at them or something stupid? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're a long way from that. Yeah, we got to accept each other's differences before we bring in a new species. Yeah. Or less, like, yeah, I guess, like American one said, just to wipe us completely out and fucking take over. Start over, fucking. 
I was watching, uh, I actually was just watching that movie tonight, Venom, the new Venom movie. It's kind of under that, where they uh, bring them symbiotes back and they, they uh, parasite on the people or whatever. Oh, that one movie, War of the Worlds, was it War of the Worlds? I don't know, some movie with Keanu Reeves in it, the, he was gonna, they were going to destroy the world. And the chick and her son convinced him not to, I think. I forget what movie that was. Maybe. I don't think there's aliens. I don't know. You don't? Did. Did the microbes living in us right now? Yeah. We're probably the dumbest (laughs) thing out there, I, I, I think. We're probably the redundant fucking back of the line and shit. There's so many planets out there for real, Smiley. I mean, there's so many light planets just like ours and so many more being discovered every day. You really think that we're the end-all, be-all out there? Yeah. We're in a locker like on uh, Men in Black. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they can get out of. You know, there's just, there's only going to be so far they're going to get in space, and I don't. I don't know if they'll find anything out there. I just really don't. So, so I get here outside of religion. Here's the theory on that. It's, it's, uh, so it's mathematics of like what it takes to make carbon, and the amount of uh, time, material, all this stuff with it. There was a guy I was listening to, and he's like, if you, you know, the amount of things that would have to happen to make the amount of carbon that we have here on planet to sustain our species would basically require the size of the universe to make that probability even happen scenario happen you know what i'm saying so like we're like the one in the billion of the stars basically is what he's saying you can sell me on organics but you can't sell me on Yeah, we don't even know how far it goes out. You know what I'm saying? One in a billion, there could be 20 billion, you know, the equivalent of 20 billion out there. What about what about that crazy object that just came through the other day? I mean, here we thinking, up until that point, we, we thought our universe was somewhat flat and there wasn't so much nothing above or below. And then all of a sudden, fucking when this object came from fucking practically, if you will, uh, hyper, you know, just for explanation sake, the fucking thing came straight out of the north. And we were like, what the fuck where that thing coming from, man? We didn't even think that shit was possible. Not only that, it turned around and fucking bolted out of here in a fucking way we never even thought was possible as well. I mean, they said that it was, you know, possible. They didn't even know what it was until after it went by and then they were like man that fucker took out of here you know we don't even want to speculate at this point that's what the scientists went yeah we don't even want to talk about it right yeah there's a lot of shit they can't explain and they just had the deep space uh satellites go past pluto or whatever but um they're now coming into where they think it's like a wall of like a plasma that they're running it gonna run into trying to go out of our like solar system or whatever and they actually say the scientists say that if they were able to travel like that they would absolutely utilize uh gravitational pull around planets and suns like that to uh 
kind of slingshot their way back to wherever they were supposed to go because it, you know, it was like a free ride. They'd go around, whatever, get whipped and thrown. And then, you know, just like uh, uh, when you throw a rock on that releases, when they fire up the engines and take back off, you know, right on the X. And that's pretty much what happened, man. That thing came in and as it's, you know, got slingshotted right after it got outside of where we, you know, lost sight of it, that thing went shoom. <laughs> so, you know. And that's they they're using these theories themselves for our satellites and how to fucking uh you know shoot them along from like they do it around Saturn all the time they fucking go around the fucking satellite will go around that and then deeper into space they do that around moons and shit like that all the time so why yeah like slingshot an extraterrestrial object just trying to utilize our sun to its next destination. There's a lot. There's a lot of videos of weird shit in the sky lately. Yeah, <laughs> the triangle ones are stuff that we made. That there's something called like a TRB three or something like that. It's like a triangle shaped thing that, like our government, it's it's like our spacecraft. But there's other things that are totally different that are unexplainable. That are just like showing up a lot lately. It seems. Everything's transferable, so like all that stuff you can find on the internet, you know. It's like, ooh, I like. I, I think I could fucking hang out with old Elliot up here. I think, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, <laughs> what, all right. So here we go. What do you think about dimensions? I mean, he we're said getting which way dimension off. are we talking we're, we're about? We're down. We're down. We're down the rabbit hole now. We've totally lost cannabis. We ain't going back. What do you guys think about fucking? <laughs> Dimensions oh, and frequencies. Huh? You guys I have believe... any thoughts on this shit? Is there other uh, dimensions moving right alongside us? Do you want my science view or my religious view? Well, I'm pretty sure I know what your religious view is. Probably definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. So what's your science view? Um, what was the question on my bed? Uh, why? Are you going to heaven, Smiley? Yeah. Okay, just checking. No, I mean, I just think there's a lot that says there is a creator for sure. So I don't know. I mean, the whole Big Bang theory, I just don't buy into. So to me, it's like saying he blew up a a salvage yard of cars and drove out the latest model BMW Mercedes Benz or whatever. You know, I don't evolution. There's a lot of holes in evolution, man. If you really look at it scientifically. There's a lot of assumptions, is what I should say. Yeah. But I just want to throw this out here right quick because I see Smoking Joe, uh, Smoking Grove Frazier retracting his messages here. And I, I, I'm just going to throw this out here. We're, we're all having fun right now. And you're 100% entitled to your opinion. Unless whatever you're saying is absolutely 100% horrible and is fucking gonna piss somebody <laughs> off in a terrible way don't you take that fucking shit back make me fucking laugh make somebody else laugh in fucking chat i'm not gonna take offense to a lot of that bullshit so obviously you had a gut instinct there you wanted to say don't fucking take that back let's see that i want to hear that shit man so just just say just say you ain't gonna hurt my feelings Mine either. 
I got rid of my feelings a long time ago. I'm I'm huge on that, man. Respect's a serious thing to me, and uh, you know I, you know I you are each one of you guys, everybody in chat are entitled to your opinion, even if it's negative of me. That's still your opinion, and you're entitled to it. I don't have to agree with it. It doesn't have to weigh affect the way I feel about myself. You know what I'm saying? I you know, I respect everybody's opinion and methodology and all that shit. You know? and so, you know, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Your thoughts and all that are all good. They're, they're your thoughts and you're entitled to, to As far as another shit. dimension, you know As far as like another dimension, I think time would be the obvious other one that, that's going to be. So if something could operate outside of time would be like a, you know, in that extra dimension that we're not. I most yeah. certainly think. Go ahead and jump in the American one. Well, I was just thinking, like, if the, some of them UFOs could maybe be time machines that you know aren't tweaked right, and they or who knows. I think you're onto something there, American one. Uh, maybe they are uh, on uh, <laughs> another frequency or dimension, and we don't see them until they slow down and to a dimension that we understand. I fully kind of believe that we're just turn. We we this right here is a radio tuner, and we're just tuned to a, a certain frequency. I mean, I'm a firm fucking believer. That's everything's based on frequency. Think about it. The Earth ro ro rotates and operates on a frequency of 7.8. Everything's frequency. I mean, frequency is vibration. Vibration, and as you speed it up or slow it down, can turn into sound or light, you know, uh, or matter in general. We, we are, every particle vibrates on a frequency. Everything is vibrating and puts off a frequency. So what's to say that our minds aren't just like I said programmed to a certain radio station that our frequency that we're programmed to, and who's to say that uh, like through meditation and shit like that the akashic records that some people think they can uh, uh, access through meditation who's to say they're just not uh, speeding up or slowing down their frequency to match that uh, that state? Yeah. Thoughts. Just kind of throwing them out with some sonar thoughts there. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I like the frequency because uh, that's like kind of talking like um, the other day where plants are kind of like an antenna for that, you know, so like they're an antenna to it too. And if we're, you know, like you describe, if we're all a frequency, then it kind of raises that idea of what, you know, what is like a 5G network really going to do to that frequency that none of us are paying attention to you know what I, mean? I mean ultimately what are we trying for positivity good vibes i mean right there good vibes what is a vibe it's uh, it's a frequency it's a vibration so just saying just saying it just made me think of that monsters inc movie where they you know scaring the kids all the time to get the energy and then they realize when they make them laugh they could get a lot more energy Right, that was the movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I totally. You're right. Everything's a frequency. Everything's a wavelength. Like they was talking about, um, they're making these weapons that if you know the structural density of something, like you could put the wavelength that'll just make it like fall apart, basically. 
Tesla so actually made a, a, a frequency machine that uh, almost brought down a tall building there in New York. He just kind of set it up to an oscillating machine up yep. to the building, and he almost brought it down. Frequency right there. That's what he's talking made, about, yep. And the same thing as well as uh, down there in Florida with that uh, granite villager down there. I forget the guy that it's like Coral Edward Castle, something. dude. Coral, Coral Castle, Castle, dude. Yeah. That shit is wild, bro. They think he I moved all so... them stones with frequency and shit like that. Yeah, that's what they were saying. The, he said, I know the secrets of the Egyptians. And apparently, dude, he moved like two ton rocks by himself. So he knew something that none of us know. What about like, say, uh, like towers and uh, tunnels in the Egyptian uh, uh tombs and shit yeah the way they honestly think that a lot of them things uh well i've seen lately uh theories that say them pyramids were uh like a generator type thing and they said that uh there the water flew flowed underneath them <clears throat> and created like a warm 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 which also you know, set off a frequency that uh created power that the the pyramid put up but there's like there's just so many crazy things that uh, you know frequency is the base of you know that's it's always struck me and even uh, if you look into spirit science there's a they say there's a guy I forget what her name is oh oh it's what it, what is a uh, Sophie Sophie is the god of frequency in spirit spirit science and I always think that's a uh, uh, coincidental because the first really crazy AI is free, uh, Sophie. And she's uh, based on uh, frequency level there. I just always have thought that's kind of crazy. But uh... <laughs> yeah, what do you guys know about this Mandela effect? Since we're way off topic, it's the same thing, really. It's uh, uh, us kind of coming through uh, uh, our us matching frequencies, uh, coming around and matching frequencies is kind of like tearing the fabric of the uh dimensions it's like that blurry area where the like the stations are and you know focusing back in i think that's a little bit of uh you know us uh mixing with the the dimensions around us there's yeah, a lot of buddhisms buddhism also teaches that everything happens everything that we're doing right now is happening simultaneously uh throughout your life so, you know, it's you're living your past, present, and future all in one. It's just like different layers, basically, in, in Buddhism. There's a lot of crazy shit out there. I get that. There's a lot of dimensions to Eagle. I like to venture off into a lot of subjects. Well, <laughs> that Mandela effect, they're blaming on that um, the CERN. Is it CERN? Yeah, the CERN laboratory yeah, in Sweden yeah, or something. Yeah. You think mm-hmm. they're... Uh, Fucking with dimensions there, man. I definitely think they are, dude. They're yeah. pulling shit. They're pulling uh, antimatter into this. So they're actually physically pulling something from a different dimension into our dimension. So obviously mm-hmm. they're doing that. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's That's dangerous. to the Man- Mandela effect. I so, mean, it just keeps adding up like more and more dude, things. The only. The one thing that I noticed, you know that song by Queen, We Are the Champions? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So at the very end of the song, it, you know, it goes, We are the champions 
of the world. And every recording now of the world is not on the song, dude. At the end of the song. If you go to YouTube right now and pull up that song, at the very end of the song, it just ends, we are the champions, and that's it. Resurrection Prophets pulling out the book That's a fucking... That's another good example right there. Me and uh, you touched about that at one point, American One, on how they've kind of meshed together the books of the Bible there. Yeah. In the book of Enoch are there. They talk about Enoch being fucking hundreds of years old. I think like 800 years old, something like that. It was the record uh, of his age. So, you know. Yeah, why would they leave that guy out? (laughs) You know, I, yeah, and I think there's other secrets that the Vatican is holding of uh, other transcripts that they don't want released. Have well, you guys you know, ever done that, like, read anything with the Book of Enoch? Do you know what it... Dude, I, I translated... Quite some pieces of it. I personally translated the Dead Sea Scrolls when they were here in New York um, for that short stint, yeah. and they got it all wrong, man. It says, all you guys should be worshipping me. Yeah. Right, see, that was a joke, guys. Yeah, I got right. you, man. I'm with you. I'm with you. No, but that's what I was telling my my parents. I'm like, you got the Dead Sea Scrolls. How do you know, like, they even translated it properly? I would want to go reinvestigate that. Yeah. If you're gonna, they do. A, they just sure. did a thing where they took like 15 different image uh, under different lighting, and they've gotten to like translate a lot more of the text than they ever have before, too. And they found out it was all a dream, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> it was a story. Like that was like I forget uh, what shows it was, what? but like yeah, you, you think it's the real show, and then the person wakes up, you know. That's always a good trick. Yeah. Is that the Truman Show? The Truman movie. It was all a dream. That one was even more bizarre. No, they just they were just fucking with that guy his entire life, right? He, they made it in, him into a movie, and it's he a didn't whole know it. Thing too, I could fucking go on for another fucking three hours about us possibly being a sin. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's fucking for real. I, let me see. I, in fact, I'll go on for about fucking five minutes. About <laughs> okay. It. I mean, think about this yeah. fucking. Let me light this joint up and go on a fucking little stoner right here. Fuck it. Having some fun. Now let's think about this. Uh more and more. What what we're moving into this digital age, trying to push us into the digital age. You hear more and more about chips and everything being uh, digital, digital cash, and uh sooner or later becoming you know, singularity, the whole singularity type thing. But in this point, as we transfer over, and we've already somewhat have a phone, you know, our phones are already our chip, you know, accept that or not. We always carry it with us. It's our fucking tattletale. It's just our warm up for the chip. God damn it, I shut my mic off. It's already a warm up for what is coming. Now, think about it. What is. They don't even give a shit about what we're doing anymore. What do they do? What are these companies doing anymore? They're collecting data on us. Data, data, data. They don't even give a fuck about us anymore. 
What are these Facebooks collecting all of our information for what? They don't even know. It's data. Oh, that's all they want. Fucking data. Data, data, data. So if they, if it's all data, 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 what are we at that point? Are we a fucking experiment in a po- quite possibly a computer program? If it boils down to all we are at that point is fucking data. You know what I mean? Uh, Eagle, they wrap uh, your mind wrap your mind around that one, American one, because that's all we are anymore. That's all they're chasing is our data. Government wants what? Our data. Credit cards want what? Our data. Facebook wants what? Our data. <laughs> so what? Why are we be? Are we programming a system, or are we already a we being data? programmed? Yeah. <laughs> well. I thought about it at first. They wanted to try and sell us shit. But I think there's more to that. Like you're saying, they're going to collect data so that they can maybe form um, personalities. Yeah, they have like AI on some sites that they're they putting people, making believe they're real people, like in a chat room, and it's AI. And they're trying to see if they can fool the people into believing it's a real person. I forget where it was. How do we know but, that this data isn't already going into a file that we're already living in a AI world? We're already a constant feed for our AI clone through our daily feeds and what the information that they're collecting on us. How, who's to say that isn't happening this instant with the Internet of Things that are always constantly telling? I guess anything's possible, but so you're saying right now someone's controlling me through uh, computer programming somewhere. Think about this, American one. What are we doing right now? We're looking at each other through a fucking computer screen. Are you really there? Are you a fucking computer program? Hell, I can't even see your face, brother. You're (laughs) fucking still. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I assure you, I'm 100% human. Oh, oh Anunnaki. That's, I mean, Anunnaki. That's some good canvas fun right there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what actually you said, Anunnaki. That's why I was. I thought it interesting the Book of Enoch because that's where it talks about like the Watchers and the Fallen Angels. And that's uh, kind of, yeah, anyway. Yeah, man. We all got the Anunnaki in us. Trust me, man. We are the aliens. That might be, man. Yeah, God, that man. could be. Yeah, think about that now. You so really you think uh, you're just trying to poke me into fucking just crazy town, you two, because that's a whole other <laughs> subject I could go on right there. But, so you, you think Planet X fucking... is coming back around? We got another whiff around to Planet X? Yeah, or... dude, you got to get your Nike shoes and castrate yourself to make it on the comet. <laughs> oh, I'm full. I, I'm a full believer in like. You can say what you want, but I fully believe in like spirit science and. Uh, yeah, know. but not Heaven's Gate. You know what I was no, referring no, no, to? No, no, no. All right. But have you ever looked into spirit science? They touch base on all that shit on uh, the Anunnaki. And if you actually look at it, the Anunnaki gods and the Egyptian gods are one of the same. They're talking about the same same gods. It's just a different mm-hmm. time period. Yeah. And uh, it, it does, it lays it right out from them then to now to, you know, it's all, it's there. <laughs> it's there. We just refuse to read into it any deeper. Right. The Catholic Church is hiding it. 
Why would they make up a crazy story about guys that come from, you know, like that whole crazy story? Like, why would anybody make that up? The Samarian story, the Anunnaki's. Because a lot of the stuff was like copied for the Bible, the same stories was similar. Every, everything has the, the flood. The flood is like in every um, whatever, you know what I mean. Which is Tahupi. funny. Which is funny and also, because they talk about an ice age, but like you just said, everything talks about a flood. All the history yeah. talks about a flood, but we teach our kids about an ice age. What the fuck? Like, what? That's a good point, but even the, even at that, the Anunnaki tales talk about a great flood because of the the fight between the gods and fucking how they created several species to carry on certain tasks on the earth. It's a whole different subject, though. I mean, there's, you know, you're right, though. Every religion across the way talks about uh, how we've been wiped clean a, a few times. Yeah. But when you talk about, you know, a certain religion, you know, now we have to talk about, you know, I, I went this whole gauntlet when I was, as I was growing up, you know, I went, read the bible i went into atheist phase i've went through buddhist phase i've fucking i've, I've been, and i've looked into basically all of it but um god damn it i lost my train of thought there for a second <laughs> uh, it'll, it might come back. i like the it frequency was. discussion because that leads into like the root zone and some living soil okay i remember i i all right i got i, I got i got it ah I got. If you're considering the religion, though, just as a, you know, your one source of how things have came, how do you dismiss the fact of that? You know, as we unearth our past carcass, carcasses over the years, that none of them are a DNA or genetically matched. There's so many variations of it. I mean, where does that in any religion talk about? You know, we walked along an ape side like man that was close to us but not quite and there was several different versions of us but somehow or another we were chosen i mean where does that talk about in religion when we have science to back that up but religion don't touch on that subject well i mean how does this, how does that happen did, did well it does actually a little bit in the actually in that book of enoch it's like the so before the, the flood, I, you, okay. before the I, flood, you, I, they were perverting the genetics, and there was a perversion happening. Then that was like I don't know. I guess it would explain dinosaurs, all that too. I respect that because you're right. It does probably discuss that a little bit. But now we're talking about the books that they're pushing currently because they don't. You know, the Book of Enoch is a tough. It, it's a tough find. I so mean, the conical, like, like the conical Bible would be like the you know the NIV or whatever it would be traditional. Kind of skips over a lot of that. Yeah, I mean it's. But it, I mean, come on. Let me let me give you the bridge notes to anything and uh, fucking tell you to believe that shit. What? <laughs> let me give you the bridge notes to say to any book or theory. You know the cliff notes, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to yeah. anything and go, okay, here's the cliff notes. I'm just going to give you the best parts of this. You're going to buy into this 100% believe it. Would you Would you buy well, into that? Would it make sense if they found the Ark of the Covenant and they found Noah's Ark and 
in Frozen and Ice. I mean, isn't that kind of obvious that it's... Yeah, dude, didn't you see Indiana Jones? They found the Covenant of the Ark. All those German guys melted. God damn it. Yeah, I know they did. You know why? (laughs) Because I watch fucking Oak Island every week, and it's fucking buried there. Dude, I got off a TV, but before I got off a TV, I was in Oak Island, dude. Every single show is the same. Next week, you can't believe what we found. And then that week shows up, and they didn't find shit. I still fucking tune into Oak Island, man. You still got me. Did they get to the money pig yet, or what? They've actually uncovered a lot of cool shit this year. I mean, they're on it. They're, as we're digging, as we're speaking right now, they're fucking. They're, they're pulling up the Templars. The, oh the yeah, they the found. Templar. They found in the swamp area. They found a fucking bunch of underground tunnels and shit that they they carbon dated back to fucking before seventeen hundreds and shit. They found pickaxes and fucking nails and all kinds of shit, jewelry that dated back to fucking. 1500s they found a fucking lead yeah i cross saw the that, um, yeah yep i saw that lead yeah. base cross one that's about when i was dropping off yeah they that found shit a is bunch fascinating of stuff dude. you see like they, what we're told is real history in america is mostly like false false or partially at least there was people walking around america from other continents well before christopher columbus you know i mean you you kind of laid out an interesting point right there, buddy. Is uh, I mean, we're only talking about a few fucking hundred years that we're so oblivious about. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yeah. Now, may uh, go back to where you're talking about the Anunnaki and shit. We're talking like thirty thousand fucking years that it's unexplained. We can't even figure out a fucking couple hundred years. Come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like I was saying, I hope they come back and take care of us soon. <laughs> no, well, but I what I was going to say on the well, I um, do, I do respect your religion, Smiley. I hope no, I, dude. Nothing, I don't. I don't. I hope I nothing I've said all, tonight man, is fucking you know, not at all, you know, dude. Offended it or dismissed you know, I don't get offended by it at all. You know, this is listen, all in fun. This is how you square it all off. You know who made the Anunnaki eagle? It was God, the Father of Jesus. There you go. No, but what I was going to say is like, there's got to be something more than just happen chance because like if we were whatever they say, you know, a couple more hundred thousand miles closer to the sun, we'd burn, we'd burn up. If we were a couple more hundred or whatever miles further from the sun, we'd freeze it all to death. And the other thing is the moon too. If it wasn't exactly where it was, the shit wouldn't work right either on, on Earth. So there might be some... Somebody that pushed the moon into the right spot or, you know, like all this shit, it's just too much. And just the, the amazing, yeah, the intricacy, I don't know, man. I can't believe it just all happened chance, for real. It ain't just happened chance. There's definitely more evidence to a creative, creative design than any other evidence that I know of. So, I mean, whether you want to believe that today, I'm not trying to sell anything to anybody, but I'm just saying there's more evidence that we had a creator than there is that we just came out of a big bang, you know? Right. And if you want to tithe somebody, I'll give you all my PayPal, you know, in a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say, you know, for some reason at the point we are right now in the show, I'm not surprised the way today has went and today, the way the show has taken off today. uh, I'm not surprised at all that we are right now where we are. 
It's it's tonight's been a, a crazy ride of a show. It was uh, like that uh, device show where they watch ancient aliens and smoke pot. What's his name? Did you ever see that? <laughs> oh, George uh, Giorgio, whatever uh, I forget his last name. It's long. Giorgio Apios or something like that. He's got the big hair. Is that the one you're talking about? No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, he. Shit, he was a chef and then he was like a rapper. And then he's just like a pothead on Vice. I forget his name now. Shit. He has that show, Fuck That's Delicious. That's the name of the show. I'm pretty sure. Huh. But anyway, yeah, so they have, they, they pay these guys. It's like him and his buddies watch Ancient Alien, smoke a pot and talk about it. They made it like a half an hour show that they put on TV, man. <laughs> <That's funny. coughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure America one. I'm pretty sure you could find uh, when their aliens are coming back, though, and you could be at that meeting where they all wear the hats, the tin hats, and make sure you're there to get beamed up with them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it would just be so cool. Like, you would be, like, um, knowing the Coneheads or uh, any alien. Because, <laughs> like, you'd be the special person that knew the aliens, you know? I wouldn't tell no one. I wouldn't tell no one. <laughs> I think I'm going to put in the title of this because, uh, you know, we it's no surprise. We had three, I had three guests lined up for today. The first one, I don't know. I've never had a scheduling problem in my own state. And at one point in the conversation today, they was like, so you're an hour behind? I'm like, no, I'm in Michigan. I thought you were in Michigan. I look over at the Instagram page. I'm like, you're in Michigan. What the fuck is the problem here? <laughs> so there was a definite confusion at a.m. and p.m. here in Michigan. Then the next guest kind of was uh, computer problems. And the third guest was a trip. So today's been a fucking crazy ride of a show. So I think <laughs> I'm going to fucking change the... Change what the title of the show so far was. Uh, fucking talking shit with Eagle featuring question question mark. Because I wasn't sure who was gonna come if uh, anybody was gonna even maybe be able to make it. But I think I'm gonna go back and take out that question mark, and I'm just gonna put it. Roll a joint and take this ride. Is well, you know, you know, really, you know how I know this better. There's a, some creator they gave us the weed, man. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And yeah, that's nothing. Any, that's like, it's pretty flagrant that God gave weed to humans. If you believe in the Bible, there's no way that you could say that's not from God. That's all I'm saying. No, actually, that's one thing that kind of irritates me. I heard a panel of like, uh, there was like five old pastors. So these guys are, you know, I mean, already in the prohibition era, but they were like, it was just kind of funny to hear the hypocrisy from them. They're, they're sitting there and they're all against it. You know, I mean, they don't think it's a good thing. But then like the topic of alcohol came up and like, like three of the pastors were like, yeah, I drink, you know, and I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, really? <laughs> Dude, like, there's no, there's no men of God anymore. Then, then no one goes by the Bible anymore. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, yeah, I don't, I'm not. I will not go down there. You're not. Yeah, take, you're not really I'm not biting that carrot, sorry, brother. Sorry, not, I'm not biting that carrot, man. It's hard, man. I get it. I, I mean, I hear you. 
I'm open-minded, dude. I like I I listen like I've listened to a lot of that uh, spirit science stuff. Yo, all the televangelists are just money robbers, so you could start there with the religion if you want it. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff I've, I, I, yeah, I mean, I find it kind of comical, some of the stuff. You know, the guys that play with vipers and snakes and shit, it's like, okay, oh, dude, dude, I don't that's know. crazy. Right? Like, it bites you, like, it's supposed to bite you? Really? Like, what? <laughs> That's one thing there. I'm not afraid to admit my weaknesses and faults, man. I fucking hate some snakes, man. I will fuck with anything else but fucking snake. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, them bitches creep me right the fuck out. Yeah, ultimate, I was going to say, ultimately, man, it's a lot of love and kindness. So, you know what I mean? There ain't nothing wrong with that. I haven't, I haven't come across a lot of snakes in my day. No. Yeah, dude, my buddy's breeding snakes now. He's mm. always—I'm not a big fan, but he always shows them to me, and they're pretty badass. He's got a bunch of different. Um... I wouldn't want to keep it locked up in a glass cage or any kind of cage. So that would bother me. I think. Yeah, that's what I don't get. It's like it's like a shoe rack. He's got them in basically. He's got like twenty-three of them or something. But it's like, yeah, it's like a rack on his wall. The only time he pulls, like you see him, is when he opens the drawer or anything look down at them otherwise yeah, they're that, chilling there that can't be fun for the snake right i don't know <laughs> yeah all right well i'm gonna get rolling too man I'm that's hurt. what i was just gonna yeah man i didn't realize how late it had gotten but yeah it was really interesting talking yeah i'm off too boys i appreciate you guys coming on and uh sorry we got tonight. Yeah. Got so off the cannabis track though, because yeah, I always like talking about cannabis all the time. I do, I do too. I but tried to to... you guys back. I was like root zone. I said it. And <laughs> yeah, I heard like it. no, you just the went frequency off with the again. Root zone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what? just put a crystal in your in your pots, you know, yep. a crystal, <laughs> and uh, you'll be all, the frequency will be all good, man. Yeah. Wait, you just wait, man. I'm gonna have my pots grounded. I'm gonna show you. There you go. Get them grounded. Get a crystal in there. And yeah, do you, do you guys talk to your plants all the time? Tell them how much all you love time. them. All right. No, they don't want to know my crazy thoughts. No, Eagle Gardens backhands his and keeps them in line. That's how he gets such awesome plants. You sing? Uh, I could I could smacking him up about eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living a cleaner life now, man. <laughs> I've changed. I've changed, really. Uh, All right, man. It's been real, guys. Yeah, you can see you guys in chat tomorrow. You fucking thank you guys for popping in, man. You guys are completely awesome. No yeah. worries, man. It was, it was really good. I had a good time. I'm glad. And, uh, yeah, yeah, hop in and chat. That's what we really did tonight, man. We were talking some shit. But it's all all good shit. Yeah, man. Makes you think. It does. You guys, you have a great day tomorrow, American One. And uh, so you too, Smiley. I appreciate you guys hanging out. I do. I really do. Thanks for having us. And you too have a great one. And everyone in chat too. Yeah. Ditto. All right. Peace last out. time I jumped out all early and everybody was still talking. I was like, oh, I thought everybody was leaving. <laughs>
right, man. All right, I'm out. Have, Peace right. out. Have a good one, man. Oh, that's fucking funny. John Boy, cheers. Humble grower. Humble gardener 420. How are you doing? Thank you for tuning in, John Boy. Thank you. Elliot Harkins, Resurrection Prophet, Aldridge 25, Smoke and Grove, Frazier, Boom! Farms. Appreciate you guys all tuning in. And I number say there's a few more in here. Walter Malo, Milo, Milo. How you doing tonight? Thank you for tuning in. Dr. Dane Dankstein, I hope you take me up on my invitation to come on the show and talk with me. Uh, let's see who else I've forgotten. Lexi, my beautiful daughter, if you're listening in, thank you for listening. Drop shot one. I hope you're listening in still. I appreciate you listening in. Uh, let's see who else I've missed. Chat was kind of quiet tonight because it was, uh, I grew some. Welcome. Of course, Scarecrow420. Thank you for popping in and uh, talking a little shit with me tonight. Hating Life, thank you for tuning in as well. I hope uh, this show has made you hate in life a little less. Uh, I know I enjoy you tuning in, and I appreciate you. I hope you tune in tomorrow as well. I did not see CJ Apple tonight. So if you see this, CJ, I hope you are well. You were missed. I always look forward to seeing your name pop up in chat. I hope you are well, my friend. Chris Mertz, thank you for popping in. I appreciate you as well. I hope you take me up on my invitation as well. The American one is super fun chat with you. Uh, Mr. Green Potts, appreciate you. Modern Genetics, thank you for popping in as well. Oh, I think I just about got everybody. Charlie's Farm, how did I forget Charlie's Farm? Thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a great tomorrow as well. I hope everybody has a great tomorrow. Johnny Kane Seeds, thank you for tuning in. And that is all, I believe. So that's it. That's my thank yous. Much love for everybody that tunes in. Uh, everybody that will tune in tomorrow, because there's a lot of people that tune in, you know, in the later hours tomorrow. And of course, everybody that participated in the show tonight, I appreciate you all. Mass 420, I just seen you. Hello, and thank you for tuning in as well, or good night, rather. I appreciate you. I've seen you many times in chat. You guys know the deal. Do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do change lives. Yeah, what more do I need to really say? You guys have a great night. Appreciate you all. See you tomorrow.